What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. New, 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 new the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly. The notorious one. A.K.A. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy and the whole effing show. Also known as the CEO Niggero of Fixes Binds LLC. The unbinder, the undebatable, the undisputed best edutainment here on YouTube. Kevin Samuels used to call me Senor Gregorio Greybeard. I'm also known as Mr. Third Leg Greg. Your third leg was just phenomenal. And I'm the man with no throbajo. The man with more nicknames than anyone in the game. The Black Professor X. The Chocolate Confucius. The Morty Morpheus of the Mady Matrix. Also known as the man that walks in the spirit of Elijah. The Black Moses, the Deliverer. Also known as CGA. See God Allah. And I be the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube and the world. We got a great show for you lined up day today because today starts the... What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Today starts the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Be ready for the weekend, man. Get your condoms, get your bail money ready to go just in case you acting a monkey this weekend or a gorilla, an ape, a monkey, baboon, whatever you're going to do out there, an alligator, a snake. Make sure you have your bail money ready. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, Make sure nigga? you do your push-ups, your tricep dips, and all of that ish. Make sure you get your workout in and your 20 minutes per cardio per day and all of that in the bags of Chips Ahoy and make sure you have the JUCOs ready to go. Yes, indeed. The King Milk Dud himself is back. We got a great show for you today. The headline topic, why men are obsessed with toxic women. We got a bevy of toxic women that are admittedly toxic. They're going to show up on the show and we're going to talk about why men continue to be obsessed with them and then complain about the results that they're getting from these Modern American toxic woman. American woman. Just let me be he. We got men hiring an expensive dating coach over there in San Francisco. Yeah, an expensive dating coach. A female dating coach. We got crime and law CGA. If you missed yesterday, man, lawsuits are a flying everywhere. Paternity lawsuits, all kind of lawsuits. Uh, Jeffrey Osborne's ass got sued the other day in Getting sued doesn't mean you lost. It just means somebody filed a lawsuit against you. Lawsuits are the new divorce. Stragglers Niggle Theater coming up. Do, do we have Doom and Gloom CGA? We do have Doom and Gloom CGA. A little bit of news about Atlanta, Georgia. All right. It might be time to wipe Atlanta off the map. If you will. <laughs> if you will. And uh, about a, a bunch of other conversations, man. And I'm excited about this week. It was an interesting week this week. I'm going to tell you that. But I'm excited about this week, and uh, I'm ready to get back to normal. It's been a tough week. Nova got a cut on her paw. All right, shout out to Nova. She got a cut on her paw, had a little minor surgery. Now she running around with a cone on her head, <laughs> all right, as to not infect said paw. All right, and uh, now she's sitting over there depressed 
All right, because she got a cone on her head. She all looking pitiful, giving me the puppy dog eyes. I'm like, nah, you got to keep that cone on your head or you're going to infect your paw. Then you're going to affect your bone and then you're screwed. All right, then they're going to amputate your foot. Now I got an amputated foot dog. All right, but see, but see, that's how you have to do them in this situation here. We also had some housework having here. It was a mess. It was a mess. And I had to come back from Cleveland. That was that was enough right there. That was enough right there. So um, anyway, anyway, we got a great show for you lined up. Do me a favor, hit the like button, and we're going to get this show on the road. The best entertainment here on YouTube. Don't forget out here. And ladies, say hi to your daddy today. Ladies, say hi to your daddy. He's here. All right, we're going to get you through your work day today. But to contribute to today's show, hit the like button. And also to contribute to today's show. Dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the Cash App. <clears throat> Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. And PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that will be pinned to the live chat, top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel when you can super chat on the notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new world. All right, everything in, should be in subscriber mode so we won't have any trolls today. Subscriber mode in, mode in order to chat. All right, I do that as to prevent people from uh, coming in here. They start pasting links to pornography sites because they're like, let's target the red pill incels. All right, these ninjas ain't got no discipline, so they start posting links to prawn sites and all of that. So anyway, let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show, and then we're going to celebrate the most important day of the week, Pink Toe Flatback Friday, just in a minute here. Ha <laughs> ha. And I know you're looking forward to see your selection of Flatback Supremes today. Albert Wesker says some men are delusional and think they can save toxic women. They think they can save toxic women. They do. They do. They don't put toxic women in the proper place category. We have the we have the thing I used to call the I used to call the um, eight levels of mate qualification. We might have to review that for you men here because um, I try to make it simple for you. Uh, some women are just for practice. Right there, some women are not for the game. Ninja, not for the game. They for practice. All right, but that is neither here nor there. Y'all ninjas don't understand. I'm here to make you understand because y'all ninjas don't know. Actually, as you're doing it, as I'm doing it, I'm uh setting up uh, the five male archetypes and the seven levels of mate qualification. Seven, seven. All right, Martin is in the building. Shout out to Martin. Daniel McGee says I'm focused on me, women will always be around. They ain't never going out of style. All right, they ain't never going out of style. Shout out to Daniel Mack and Monstro Lab says hitting triceps today hard. Pause. Thanks for the advice indeed. Yes, it's something that you'll learn. Uh, but yeah, triceps is um, uh, something that you really don't have to isolate either. A lot of movements require the triceps, pull-ups, you know, bench press, uh, incline press, decline press. Uh, you'll find that shoulder press. All of these are gonna target and hit them triceps. But uh, I'm tricep over. I, I'm, I'm overdeveloping the tricep, so I try not to hit them as hard these days. Strided Herman, blessings, coach, and the coach gang yang. Let's give you a coach gang yang real quick. Try, and he says each day is another lesson to be learned. Just need to apply the knowledge, and that's why we keep do- doing what we need to do to lay down the foundation out here. Right? It's easy to know the information. But can you apply it? That is what it is. Gary Jr. says, flatbacks all weekend. 
Flatbacks all weekend. Shout out to the Flatbacks. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, says, nigga? Hit the like button out here. Flatbacks are nasty. Flatbacks are nasty. <laughs> all right, shout out to JC says, Coach, uh, you ever had a danger witch? Be careful. Shout out to Russell Wilson. And he's an awkward guy. He's an awkward gentleman. And um, shout out to Twin A says, if Nova's leg gets amputated, you'd have, uh, you'd both have third leg, Greg. Okay, you third leg Nova too. Okay, well. Your third leg was just (laughs) phenomenal. All right, he says, pause. What's up for the weekend out here? Well, she's not going to get. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, She's not going to get amputated as long as she keeps that cone on her head. All right, yeah. And legs day are painful. Leg days are painful. Uh, but you got to push through them. Yes, indeed. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, we might have some other brothers over here. Let me see. All right, brothers. We got some other brothers over here. Let me see here. Then we're going to get into Flatback Friday. Let me check. Uh, let me check the cash app. That's what I need to check. Cash app. Oh, y'all start. Jeez, y'all started off early in the morning. <laughs> right, y'all started off early in the morning. By the day, gentlemen, what is today? It is the first of the month. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, your rent's due out here, ladies. Are you in a bind? In a bind Contact man. Fixes Binds LLC today if you're in a bind. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Damn. Shout out to no government name says just watch Forrest Gump uh, through new eyes. I guess that's what it is, right? He giving me the eyes. You giving me uh, Morris code. He said, just watch Forrest Gump's Through New Eyes. It's sad. Yes. Uh, some of these movies, uh, do you guys know, like movies like Forrest Gump, Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, there's several movies that have been out where we were blue-pilled at the time or we were unknowing. We didn't have our, we weren't, we weren't awake and aware. And then when you take the red pill or you go get some awakening, you rewatch the movie. Right, you rewatched the movie. I remember when I watched Forrest Gump, it didn't mean anything to me. I was just like, oh, you know. Everybody got old. Likes a box of chocolates. Like you remembered the goofy normie shit. You remember them running. You remember them taking uh, JFK's hand. You remember the goofy shit. You remember him doing the bubble shrimp, the bubble shrimp, you know, the shrimp thing. You remember the goofy shit. And you're like, oh, (laughs) shrimp cocktail, shrimp po' boy. That's all you remember. Now, when you become awakened and aware and you experience it and you go back and watch the movie, you be like, damn. <laughs> mm. Yep. Titanic, Mrs. Doubtfire. I watched Mrs. Doubtfire after I got divorced. Going through uh, going through custody battle after custody battle after custody battle. Then I watched Mrs. Doubtfire. I was like, oh, shit. They literally told us about a toxic baby mama terrorist. Like, it literally, the movie was not about a guy, Robin Williams, dressing up like an old lady. I thought it was like, I thought, I thought it was like him dressing up like an old lady. I was like, okay, all right, yeah, he's dressing up like an old lady. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you thought. Then you watched it after going through a divorce or taking a red pill. Then you watched the movie. You're like, oh, shit. The movie's about a toxic baby mama terrorist that is doing everything she can to keep the father away from the kid. It's, <laughs> yo, it's, it's one of those things that you be like, what? You're like, what? That's what the movie's about. She making this ninja jump through hoops and hurdles to get custody of his kids. That shit is wild. You're like, oh my God. 
fighting to see his kids. Again, when you before you take the red pill, uh, again, normies will never see it and never understand it. Oh, they're just laughing. Oh, he's got pie on his face up. But it's got the social worker, the entire element. It is unbelievable, man. And the kids love the dad and the baby mama was a complete piece of shit. Unbelievable, man. Yeah. Somebody said, damn, I didn't know that. Go back and watch Mrs. Doubtfire. You're going to be blown away. Because now what you know about the red pill. Somebody said, liar, liar. Yeah. A whole bunch of these movies got red pill messages. But when you're a normie or you're blue pill, you don't see it. You just see the goofy entertainment, the slapstick. Ah, I'm going to slap my lap. And she had no remorse. She was one of the bitter bitch baby mamas you will ever meet. And she was, because she was Sally Fields, it looked like she was cute. But she was a piece of shit, bro. I mean, I tell you, man. And Forrest Gump is another one. Because now, basically, she basically said to Forrest Gump. And that's you. (laughs) And she pent the baby. She pent the baby on Forrest Gump's ass after getting... Trang the entire movie, Ninja Way. <laughs> Trang. Right? Liar, liar. Uh, but 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 Jenny, that's why we call people gumps. And I I made up gump. All right, if you guys want to know. Uh people are like, what does a gump mean? I made it up because what happened was it was a couple years ago that uh I was in a hotel with one of my junior college piece of calico, and we were in San Diego at a hotel, and Forrest Gump was on the mo- on the television, and I hadn't seen it in years. So I'm watching the movie through a red pill lens, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, this dude is a gump. She getting train yang, orgies, ninjas splitting her wide open. She catch a STD. She get knocked up, and then she came back and put the baby on that ninja. <laughs> and then, oh, man. I was like, what? Man, I, I didn't even know it. I had no clue. But again, I watched it when I was like 18 or 19. I can't remember. I was like maybe just just before uh, high school graduation or after it. I was like, this dude a gump. <laughs> anyway, so I started calling dudes gump. Uh, anyway, so if anybody you hear uh, calling people a gump, that was me. I came back from that trip. Anyway. All right, but uh, anyway, what do we got going on here? Let me let me get to Flatback Fridays, and then we'll get back to these earlier contributors. This Flatback Friday, ladies and gentlemen, and here we go right here. This is how I want them, Skipper, Chipper, and Jipper. Take a look at this right here. Oh, the humanity. Mm-mm-mm. Turn around, let me see them backs. Let me see them flat backs. Okay, all right. Oh, she did. Come on, man. Okay, she got a nice flat tummy right there. Y'all don't know about flat tummies, man. She a little, she got some sloppy yogurts too, boy. Look at them sloppy yogurts out there. Look at them flat backs out there. Turn around. Let me see them flat back. All right. And it was a ninja in the background too. Okay, she tried to show. Look at her show them flat backs. All right, I like them, baby. Real hair. She got long, long hair. We got flat backs everywhere. They dance. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, flat backs like to dance now. Uh-oh, what is going on, man? What are y'all future wives doing? These some nasty sorority flatbacks, just like how I like them. Come on to the JUCO. I got some fixes binds LLC on some on some of you flatback sorority girls. Oh, oh, they dancing like they got. Oh, they dancing like they want a little flavor in their ear. 
Oh, they looking like they nasty girls, real nasty girls here. Okay. Oh, that's nasty. Look at them. All that, all them ponytails flying around here. That's what I'm talking about. Chipper and chipper. I need cheerleaders in my life. What happened to, uh, look at the suburban chads there. What happened to these girls? Man, these girls got a little bit of flavor in their body. Uh-huh. Yeah, they go both ways now. All right, they ain't hiding it no more. Right there. Hey. Okay, look at these uh, massive splinters and Millie Mouth Muskrats on the Flatback Friday. Tell them, girls. Tell them. Show me what you're working with. Hey. Oh, they got dance moves now. Choreographed, though. It's choreographed, so you already know. Okay, they doing electric slide, I see. Okay, that's what they doing. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's what they're... Oh, the electric flatback slide. Okay, <laughs> the electric flatback slide. That's what they doing. Okay, all right. What version of this? What city is this? All right, what is... <laughs> <laughs> purse lips you know they got the purse lips they can't they can't do nothing about it okay look at all this lice how many lice can you find in one place all right that gas station is full of lice i'm gonna tell you that right now all right look at all these flatbacks here all right there's too many flatbacks <laughs> at the gas station boy okay all right all right some more flatbacks it's flatback friday here we go right here well, these aren't flatbacks, but we'll go with it. Hey. Are you here to help us fix the leak? Yeah, I got my toolbox. Come in. Hi. Hey. 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 Oh. Are you here to help us fix the leak? Yeah, I got my toolbox. Oh, my goodness. I got my toolbox, too. All right, I definitely got my toolbox. What's going on with these flatbacks? These girls ain't got no flat. They poking their booties out here. Oh, okay. Hey, you ran into like, the right What's your type? You like black, white? I like white girls more better. Okay. Yeah. Especially in the thick time. That's what I'm talking Word. about. Snow bunny. Yeah. In other words, pod. Pod. That's what I like. Yeah, yeah. Hey, say that video again. Say it one more time, but say it slow. Pog. P-A-W-G. Badass white girls. That's what I'm talking about. What you like, bro? Yeah. I like fat ass white girls, the thick time. Ooh, the yeah. types. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. He's fat ass white girl. Fat ass white girl. Shit, I got. Well, I know. Yeah, man, we know a bunch of them out there. He said, I know a bunch of them. They yeah. living in there. Ooh, they got their feet out too. Okay. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Hey. Oh, no. Are you here to help us fix the leak? Yeah, I got my toolbox. Oh. Oh, the humanity. There's somebody mama back there too. Somebody mama back there. <laughs> All right, what's going on, man? And listen, the thing about flatbacks is. They're everywhere, Ninja. They everywhere. You'll never find a girl like me ever again. And you'll never, ever, ever get in back together. Look at all these flatbacks. The best thing about flatbacks is they all look the same, Ninja. One is no different from the other. Once you had one, you had them all. <laughs> all right? And you can have goo gobs of them. You can just be out there just, yeah, pause. Uh, you can have plenty of flatbacks. They ain't much different from the next. But, you know, variety is kind of the spice of life. But, uh, yeah, you can get the same version. They're pretty much going to be wearing the same clothes. They everywhere, Ninja. Every American city got an over, over um, reproduction of flatbacks. All right, so it ain't much different. They all kind of sloppy yogurt, and you know what I mean? They all kind of got the same hairdo, same clothes, you know what I mean? American Eagle, you know, these type of shops here, they all the same, Ninja. <laughs> they all the same. All right, anyway, shout out to the flatbacks for the day. Getting, getting ran through. They all got they, okay. All right, they don't got they back out. All right, there it is.
is right there. You'll never find a girl like me. You'll never find another girl like me. Yeah, right. All day, any day of the week. Easy business. Just dangle out a Starbucks pumpkin spice latte. Just dangle out some, you know, a gift card to Uggs. All day. Easy business. <laughs> right, anyway, whatever. You know, nothing, nothing pisses off a sister, a sister, a sister girl, then flatbacks. Stock factory issued. Yep. They, they, you know what I mean? Like, nothing pisses off people than normal, regular, average white women. Doing every, regular, average white women things. Yes. It pisses people off. Anyway, <laughs> let me get to these here. What do we got here? What do we got? Oh, okay. Oh, we got one more. This ninja trying to go. Okay. All right, black women don't, pro-blacks don't be mad at me. This guy right here asks, are y'all going to the cookout or the bonfire? Are you going to the cookout or the bonfire? And as you can see, the cookout represents, you know, cookout is a metaphor for a black function where a barbecue is being had. All right, and people getting together in the park. That's what the cookout is. It could be in someone's backyard, but of course, it's normally at a park or recreations area where gunshots can be heard if shit goes crazy at the dice game or somebody gets uh, popping off at the mouth talking over the table at spades, then the bonfire represents the white place where they're just, you know, sitting around drinking natty lights and Coors lights, smoking off a bong, doing keg stands, and having a party. You know what I mean? They used to hang a a razor boy but at the bonfire, but they don't do that no more. All right, are you going to the cookout or the bonfire? All right, you see the pictures there? There's the sisters representing the cookout. All right, and then there's the flatbacks represent, well, these are pogs, but representing the bonfire. What are you guys doing? Let me go ahead and put up, let me play the video and I'll put up a poll. Man, I just seen this post, right? The post asks, are you going to the cookout or bonfire? I'm going to tell you like this here. I'm telling you, square business, I'm going to the bonfire. They going to have everything. Hey, and 9 out of 10, they just want you to show up. And when you pull up, they're going to be like, oh, DT in the building. Oh! And they're going to bring all the extras. Man, you want something to drink? Man, you want this? You want that? Over there, they shooting guns. Over here, they mudding. Over here, they, they roasting marshmallows and telling stupid stories. Over here, they hitting the keg. Like, come on, man. Get you some white friends, bro. Because I'm telling Get you warm. Because I'm telling you, you're going to meet Darren, right? Darren going to bring you around Ben. <laughs> ben going to be crazy with the car. Then he going to bring you around Brandon with the big truck. Then he going to bring Carlos, who goofy as hell. And we all just having a good-ass motherfucking time. Oh, cracking jokes on each other and talking about things. That just don't matter and probably wake up on somebody's lawn. <laughs> I probably wake up on somebody's lawn. Yeah, the bonfire definitely you getting drunk off of fifteen beers. All right, fifteen beers. But uh, at the cookout, you gonna hit some sticky icky that might make you sick. All right, he's like going and he's going to the bonfire for one reason and one reason only. There's gonna be flatbacks at the bonfire. Don't lie to me, ninja. Don't lie to me. You going to the bonfire for this right here? That's why you going to the bonfire. You ain't going to the cookout. You tired of greasy-ass hair, all right? You want lice in your hair. I know what you like. He likes lice in his little, uh, what is that cup called? His Stanley Cup. That's what it is. They all got Stanley Cups, too. Oh, I didn't notice that. Boy, I tell you, white women, and they're trending. They so follow so many trends, it's sickening. Why they got Stanley Cups? Is this called Stanley? It's called the Stanley Cup? This is despicable. 
Dr. Umar going to get y'all ninjas going to the bonfire. All right, uh, let me do this. Let's get a little doom and gloom CGA. How about that? We, how about we change the temperature of what's going on here? Doom and gloom CGA. Doom and gloom CGA. We got it back going on here. Let's give you some news and events. What's in the news and events? On the financial sector, Bitcoin going litty right now. Um, if you had it in a couple of weeks ago, it was at 40. Now it's up to 62 as of yesterday. I didn't check this morning, but great, great, big, big news for people who had money in. Um, rug pool probably coming out. I have no idea. People hoping it gets to 100K. You definitely are in good shape, in good position if it does. But we know it's going to be a big split coming up in here in April. So protect your neck. At all times. We also have this news right here is 100K. Salary, the new middle class. Let's take a listen. $100,000, the new middle class. I hate to say it, but I think it's actually 120. Hear me out on this. I think a staple of the middle class is owning a home. And in order to own a home these days, you need to make about $120,000 if you carry some debt to afford a three seventy-five dollars or $400,000 house, which is the average home in America. Your net pay on 120 is gonna put about $7,800 into your pocket. But your house payment on a house like that with these interest rates is about 3,700 out the door, 300 in utilities, you're at four grand just for housing. Then you got 800 for health and car insurances. You got 1,000 for groceries, 300 to put gas in the cars, 150 on cell phones. Maybe one of you have student debt for 400. Maybe one of you still have a car payment for 500. 250 in credit cards, 100 for personal care, 100 for subscriptions. And this is if you don't have kids or have pets and you're left with about 200 bucks. But this doesn't account for, again, if you have kids, a savings account, 500 bucks a month into a Roth IRA, or putting money towards your debt to be debt-free, or the big one is having fun, being able to go out uh, you know, having once a, a week party. or buy gifts or, or save up for a vacation. So this is $120,000 a year, this is wild. And just three years ago, you could achieve this same life for $70,000, it nearly doubled in just three years. And that's why we continue to talk about this because no one's ever seen this kind of a shift this quickly. Is a hundred- All right, um, damn, I wanna go back to his budget real quick. I guess I'm gonna have to play it all the way through and I'm gonna pause it at his budget. Uh, some people will probably have some problems with his budget there. There's some things that I think were low and there were some things that were super high and there were some things that he left off of there and, you know, for the most part, if you look at some of the take home and the tax bracket there, it can be quite confusing. But I, I don't think he's wrong that 120, 100K could be the new middle class. Unfortunately, you know, we still have a small percentage of people that don't make that amount of money. But yes, the debt, the debt ceiling is, is completely high. When you hear this next bit of news, you're going to see what we're talking about. People have uh, are living paycheck to paycheck, barely making it, and they're living off of dual incomes that are just under $100,000 a year. Let me go ahead and pause it here as he uh, gets through his budget because I think he said the house, the mortgage at $3,700, and that would be excessively high. Let's go ahead and pause it there. There we go. I was waiting for this. Um, Somebody said build your own home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can only do that if you live outside the city. So most people, you know, half the people don't live outside the city. You can't really build your own home in most places now, especially with the zoning the way it is. So that's kind of an old concept that most people don't know, especially when you have builders that are building, uh, they're, they're building these cookie cutter houses. You, 
what what area would you have to live in? Tupelo, Mississippi, to be able to build your own home? You would have to live in an area like that to build your own home. Um, other other than that, you're going to be pretty much beholden to zoning loss, builders, and and cookie cutter homes. That's kind of most in most places. So I don't know. Maybe maybe you live in Alabama or Arkansas somewhere. All right, but that's almost a not reality for most people. Uh, and then you would have to own the land and run your own sewage. Yeah, I mean, where do you live? In Rock Springs, Wyoming? You would have to live somewhere out in the middle of nowhere to be able to do this these days. All right, but um, the house note, the house note seems high. All right, the house note seems high. So I'll just say that right there. Uh, the house note is excessively high for most people. That would not be the average. Uh, insurance, I think, is low. Insurance, I think, is low. You could get car insurance is almost, you know, if you have a, a family with two cars, and the cars are relatively new, you could be at 800 to damn near 1,000. And car insurance is going crazy. Uh, house insurance is nuts. $800 is low because I don't see car insurance on there. Um, utilities, it depends. Gas could be low. Gas could be low. That could be excessively low. Um, for the most part, you could probably spend close to $500 in gas if you're both working away from home. Student loan debts would be on the low end. All right, that's going to be on the low end. A lot of people have six, seven, eight hundred dollar a month student loan debt payments, especially if you're above maybe forty thousand dollars in student loan debt. Car note, we already know the average car note is higher than that, so that would be coming in low. Credit card debts, you're going to hear this in a minute. Most people are not putting two fifty on credit cards; they're probably high. Uh, a self care, what did he say? Subscriptions, subscriptions would be probably on par but we all know that many people have up to 10 8 to 10 streaming subscriptions 8 to 10 so you know if you look at that that would be an average of you know $10 $8 per subscription and we know many of these subscriptions are going up um like 11 20 25 dollars and the more they add it's going to go up he is missing property taxes, but those sometimes are paid quarterly. So he might not have that. And then the savings. So this is, yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Maintenance on the house. He's not wrong on that one. I think the rent came in way high, but I, rent or mortgage. But if the mortgage he had was, you got the mortgage somewhere after 2022, then you could be paying that for a mortgage. If you got it before that, you're probably playing half of that. Half of that. So there may be some things there. But listen, for the most part, for the most part, this is where we're getting to, and you almost can't deny it at this point. Somebody said he's about 2K off. Which way do you think he's 2K off? Is he a little heavy on the mortgage? He's probably a little bit heavy on the mortgage. I think he's, you know, rent, rent could be, I don't know. I, maybe I don't know who he's talking about. It could be a family that would be high. I think if that's a mortgage, that's good. If that's rents, the rents aren't that high. Uh, but depending on where you are in California, that would be accurate. Could be low in California, but if you're somewhere else, um, that rent is not going to be that high. That mortgage possibly might not be that high. The mortgage could be though thirty five hundred dollars if you got the mortgage twenty twenty two twenty twenty three. Yeah, man, wowzers. Wowzers, 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 man. Yeah, that that is crazy here. But, you know, you know, that's kind of where we're going. It's getting tough. But if you do our little cost of living analysis, 
you're seeing that you're going to be requiring more money in many areas and um, especially over the next couple of years. All right, some more doom and gloom situation here. Vladimir Putin, allegedly, according to our, I guess, the CIA, I have no idea how would they know this. Maybe they got some video of him saying this. I have no idea. But Putin warns of a nuclear war if NATO sends troops into Ukraine. Oh, no. New, 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 new world order. Putin wants to send it. Putin wants to send it. And uh, this is not a surprise, as I reported last week or earlier this week. Uh, NATO has started to give um, some. It's not a matter of if it's a matter of when that Ukraine joins NATO. That has been the big issue all along. If people have been following it, following it is that Russia does not want Ukraine to be a part of NATO. Russia also thinks that parts of Ukraine belong to Russia, Mother Russia. That has been the big issue. Now, all the other issues doesn't matter while we're sending money to Ukraine. It kind of matters. It kind of don't. But Putin basically does not want missiles on the Ukrainian border as the border exists today pointed at him on a constant basis. And anybody else can understand that. Obviously, we had this issue in kerfuffle with Cuba when Cuba was communist under the um, under Fidel Castro and Russia put missiles pointed at, on the island of Cuba at the United States. This is simply the same thing. All right. And so Putin's saying, listen, if you put NATO, Ukraine in NATO, you're basically going to have missiles on the border. You're going to be able to just march in at any point. You're basically just going to be able to be in attack mode the entire time. So Ukraine is the buffer zone. Uh, Putin's pushing everybody back, essentially. And uh, once NATO admits uh, Ukraine into NATO, uh, Putin said, I'm going to blow shit up. That's basically what he's saying. All right. He's like, you put, you put, you put, you put Ukraine in the NATO, it's on. Now, it's really going to be on because once Ukraine joins NATO, if Putin does anything like he's doing now, then all the NATO nations going to rush Putin. This is why I'm right under the contract of NATO because, hey, we're all in the same gang. So if 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 at that point Ukraine is in NATO, anything Putin does against NATO, everybody bum rushes him. So he's like, hey, look, I'll take everybody out. All right, so that's basically, listen, if you wanted to know what the story is and you just couldn't follow the story, that's the story. Putin doesn't want Ukraine and NATO. If Ukraine joins NATO and Putin does anything, everybody bum, bum rushes Putin. That's how you explain it to everybody. That's it. He said it's on on site. It'll be on on site. That's basically what he's saying. And that you don't have to explain. You don't have to know nothing else but that. That will make you understand what's up. And again, it would be similar to your neighbor putting missiles on your lawn <laughs> or on the sidewalk of your lawn. Yeah. And then when you attack that person, that neighbor, then the whole neighborhood bum rushes you. That's basically what it is. <laughs> All right. Anyway, NATO gang yang in the building. NATO gang yang. And Putin's like, blow, I'll blow it up. Yang. <laughs> I'll send it. That's what it is, man. I'm telling you, man, what a cruel world we live in. But it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense on both sides. Uh, what are we doing here? We got doom and gloom CGA. We got women in finances. This is no good. 93% of women are stressed out about money. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. This will be the end all be all of America. It says, right, building a cash reserve can help. You know what else can help? 
Or getting the sugar daddy. I got money. 93% of women are stressed the hell out. And they're fine. Dude, they're catching up to me, man. All right, they're catching up. I done told you that this is where women are. They're vulnerable, largely as a result of the wealth gap. Lies. Mm-hmm. Women tend to be more financially vulnerable than their male counterparts. Now, you let other women tell it. They telling you that more women make more money than men. That's what they're saying now. We make more money than these dusty ninjas. Now there's a wealth gap. Now it's time to help them out. Wait a minute. How are you financially vulnerable? It, could it be all of that hair? Or is it really that weave? Why are y'all vulnerable? Every na- Women mo- own more homes than men. And then they come out in the same breath saying there's a wealth gap. A gender pay gap. They'll never let it get a rest. Okay, right here. Gender pay gaps have persisted despite women's increasing levels of education and representation in senior leadership positions at work. Women are still more likely to take time out of the labor force. Whose fault is that? Or not because of babies either. You can't even say that now. We're not even reproducing at the rates. Or reduce the number of hours worked because of caretaking responsibility. These people will never give it up. Often referred to as the motherhood penalty. Y'all hoes ain't having no babies. Y'all out here hoeing. What are we talking about? They they crazy, bro. This contributes to a growing wealth despair, uh, discrepancy, which is difficult to escape. All right. Okay. And that means that they're not saving no money. That's why they're not saving any money. Regardless of their household incomes, regardless of their household incomes, these women be shopping. That's basically what they're, the article says they're still too much consumers. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. And these women spend way too much on their bullshit. Regardless of their household income, 93% of women feel stress when it comes to money. I got money. This is, this is why Fixes Binds LLC will be that shit. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Fixes Binds, they're talking financial insecurity, ladies. And people keep telling me, what do I tell you? I say, all women are broke. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. I told you. People kept, nah, coach, man, I know some women that are doing it. I know women that are doing it too. They make 85K and broke. It's not because of what they're making. It's what they don't keep. It's what they spend. They also do stupid things like buy houses in a bad inter- with bad interest rates. They, they get a car that they can't afford, Mercedes C-Class. I know their behaviors. This article is full of bullshit. Let me see who wrote this article. Let me see who wrote this article. Must be a woman. Okay, Jessica, Jessica Dickler. Pause. <laughs> Jessica, I got something to say. Silence, you fool. Yeah. It's not because there's no pay gap. Hey, Jessica Dickler, stop. And I'm telling you, she said 93%. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. It's, it's, it's consumerism. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. It's consumerism. It's consumerism. It's living their best lives. So when you see them saying, I'm living my best life, I don't know what you're talking about. Look at the article. 93%. Ladies in here, quiet. 93%. I'm doing it. I'm paying my own rent. And I'm doing all this. Yep. And I got my own car note. I'm paying my insurance. But guess what? They always still need a man. I need a man that's doing it too. So we can leak up and be a power couple. You know why? 
so you can cover these expenses. Wait till you see. You know what? I'm going to play her now. I'm going to play her now. This is a dead giveaway. I was going to save it for later, but I'm going to play the woman now. Here she is. Look at this woman right here. Woo! Oh, the humanity. This is, this is a prime example of what we're talking about. Now, listen to what her offer is. Listen to what this woman's offer is. These are the offers they're making them in. Okay? Here we go. Let's play her. Very nice place. I live in Buckhead. I have two vehicles, a G-Wagon and a Coupe, and I want a GT43 next, okay? Mm -hmm. I take care of myself. No man has done this for me, and I'm not saying that a woman should have to do, you know, be strong like me, but this is the life that I've been given is the life of strength, oh, right? So I've done this on my own. It would be nice to have a guy to come in and say, hey, babe, I'm going to take care of that or whatever. You make 50K, use your 50K to pay the rent in the condo because my 185K is for the clothes, the shoes, the goddamn lifestyle, the traveling, every damn thing we do. When we're going to go buy a beach, we want to go buy some, we want to go buy a, a, a golf set. Whatever you want to do, my money going to go for it. I got it all. We, we good. You understand? Mm -hmm. And that's the effort what I mean. Like, so yeah, he may not make as much as me, but his contributions are so much more valuable. So I got him on every level. You know, I have a very nice place. I live in Buckhead. I have two vehicles, a G-Wagon and a coupe. And I want a GT 43 next. You hear this shit? You hear this? You hear this, bro? Now, this, this describes what we're talking about. When the women start talking that shit, I'm strong and I have a strong personality and I got a GT coupe and I have a 340. I got a, uh, uh, what does she say? She had a G wagon and I want another car and I make 185 K. That's all bullshit. And she got her own house in Buckhead. Now, well, let me tell you something. This woman's financially stressed. She's financially stressed. You know why I can tell? Do you know why I can tell? It's because she offered that she doesn't matter. She doesn't care how much he makes. But she added that he would just have to pay the rent and the bills and she'll cover the rest. Now, in in a woman's world, yep, <laughs> pay the rent. Yep, list, but the lease is in her name and the mortgage is in her name. In, in a woman's world, she believes that that's a good offer. Oh, I don't have to worry about else. Oh, you're going to give me a golf club? You're going to give me? What? Guys, you're an idiot if you take that deal. That's a disgustingly horrible deal. This woman's in debt over her head. She's drowning. She's underwater. She cannot live the lifestyle. She cannot afford the lifestyle she's living. She wants these things, and she's saying, I'm doing it. And she said, I make 885K, but she still can't afford the fucking rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. So she wants to get that off and pass that off to somebody else so she could just spin, spin, spin over here. And then you pay off her mortgage where she gets credit for it and you get none. These people think they're out here giving you a good ass deal. But reality is they're broke at you 180K. Get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Broke. Dead, flat, stony broke. <laughs> I got $3.85 in my purse. And what ninja? There's some ninjas that'll take that deal. That's a, first of all, first of all, this woman's beyond ugly. I mean, let's just even start right there. I mean, look at this. Like, okay, your 185K still ain't doing nothing for me, baby. That ain't doing nothing for me. All right, baby, you just a man at this point. Okay, but it's got, it takes a lot to have your wig uh, fixed like this attached to your head. Okay, right here. 185K in Atlanta still broke. This, you want you to come in. and Let me see here. I want you to hear this goofiness right here. Listen. 
sex, okay? Mm-hmm. I take care of myself. No man has done this for me. And I'm not saying that a woman should have to do, you know, be strong like me, but this is the life that I've been given is the yep. life of strength, right? So I've done mm-hmm. this on my own. It would be nice to have a guy to come in and say, hey, babe, I'm going to take care of that or whatever. You make 50K, use your 50K to pay the rent to Connell, because my... <laughs> <laughs> what that is ridiculous all right baby you make 50k you use all your money <laughs> to pay for the rent and carno on four cars this bitch got a g-wagon a 360 coupe whatever the hell she named three cars for her own one car for yourself you pay the rent and a car note and then I'll pay the rest. It's on me, baby. <laughs> Wait, that is literally the majority of the expense he's discovering. Oh, man, these people are crazy. Guys, and listen, I know people are like, oh, man, these, you always show crazy women. I know, guys, I know women just like that. They be offering that shit up. Hey, simple deal. We'll love off your money, and then I'll stack my money over here. And then you'll help me build my business, and then... You're just like, what the fuck? These people are crazy. All right, but uh, anyway, the reason why they're doing this is because they're broke. They cannot keep up with their lifestyle. It's just what it is. And women are expensive. They're expensive. Everything that they seem to want is expensive. They want to travel. They want to go to Aruba. They want to go here. They want to go to Turks and Caicos. They want to go over to, uh, uh, they want to go over to Spain. They want to go backpacking Europe. They, they just cannot control. They want it now. They want it now. They're not going to wait. And here's the other thing. That woman there, what I call, she's petering out, meaning that um, she's getting to the end of her strength. So this is typically 45, maybe early 40s, certainly going into 50s. They don't want to be hustling anymore. They don't want to do it. They're not going to. Now, the majority of them don't want to be hustling like this. She hustled. From 20 to 45, now she's petering out. She wants to go down and hustle. She don't want to have to hustle that and grind that hard for the next 20 years anymore. She's she's done. All right, so really, she's going to be at her wit's end by 55. She want to pack it up. She want to get a retirement plan. Okay, so that's what she's looking for because she's looking at it like, if I don't get one now, I want to keep this lifestyle up. I got to work like a bulldog for the next 20, 25 years. Right, that's what she wants to do. And, I mean, that's what she would have to do. So now she's like, give me a man. Give me a man to fill, finish this shit up. Wow, bruh. This is crazy. But I'm warning you, Ninja, the reason why I covered this is not to belittle women. It is to make men aware of what they're trying to do to you. They're trying to give you a fucking deal that ain't no deal. Mm. Horrible deal. Let them suffer, as they say. Horrible deal. That's doom and gloom CGA. I don't want to have to be strong no more. I've been strong all my life. I don't want to have to be strong. She want to go chill and go fuck niggas on girls trips while you out here at home paying the rent on your 50K job. All right, baby, go on out there. It's a horrible deal. Don't fall for it. We got Jay Downs that says wheelchair girl is funky, soft, wet, and gushy. That's disgusting. Oh, that's nasty. All right, he also says... Uh, smack it up, flip it, and rub it down the wheelchair, girl. We got a nasty boy in the building. And he says, uh, spank, choke, and pull wheelchair girl's hair. Yep, you gone. 
you gone. <laughs> you gone. He on the nasty dark side. All right. We already know what he up to. He also says, I need wheelchair girl face down ass up. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, man. We got Preston says nobody asks old women body count because it's assumed to be high. We know Pazussy don't go untouched very long. This is true. Uh, I, I would say, I would say even men, older men don't ask women their body counts. This is asking men, asking women for body counts is definitely a single man trait. It's definitely a trait of a man who's never been married, right? And so, uh, or certainly a man under 30. Men over 35, we don't care about no body count because I ain't trying to marry the woman anyway. And we know it's going to be high. All right, it's always going to be high. Shout out to Run DMC. Hey, coach, do you have a workout channel? Not anymore. Uh, but at some particular point, I'm going to have a 50-year-old man workout channel. All right, I'm going to have, like, workout for men in their 50s, and I'm going to take my body that I worked on very hard in my 30s <laughs> and then come out there like, let's keep it together, gentlemen. But I'm going to do that right about next year. All right, uh, Juco. Juco69 says, for my favorite African-American out here, shout out to you. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Shout out about? to Gerson. I think that's what it says. Shout out to the coach gang and to the coach. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Trying. All right, shout out to you. We got, uh, let me see if there's some thug love on Vimbo. What is, is Faith there? Where's Faith? Uh, let's see here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Faith, that was last night. Shout out to uh, Glenn says, pimps up, holds down, take me out with the send it. And if that bitch try to trip, she bound to drizz down. All right, shout out to Zero Fallout says, Japan's birth rate falling to a new low. He says they have two elderly deaths for every birth. Without illegals, we'd be on the same trajectory. That's an absolute fact. Uh, but Japan has an interesting issue, and their issue is that, number one, their issues require a tissue, <laughs> right? Number one, Japan has a very, very interesting issue. Um, you guys don't know, drunk history with CGA, Japan has not always been a most developed country. Not trying to spite and belittle Japan. Japan has always been kind of an old island village type of town now we think japan is very you know progressive and it has always been as progressive as we are sure tokyo and they have a couple of cities that are developed uh due to most of the i would say the united kingdom and the united states winning world war ii that was probably one of the reasons why japan became developed but if you know most of japan is small villages islands it's an island country and isolated, very isolated people that live in the old town, lots of elderly people. Uh, many of the matter of fact, in World War Two, you was literally battling. Uh, what do they call them? What do they call them? Yeah, Japan's only been developed since World War II, and one of the reasons why is because they got bombed to smithereens by the Americans. All right, so, and taken over, and they was like, okay, come in and do what you wanted to. Uh, do you guys know that Japan's government largely consisted of people 
I, I can't remember the name, but they would wear the old uh, karate outfits and shit. The samurais, and, right? I'm trying to think of the name. I can't think of the name. And I'm not trying to belittle Japan. People in Japan going to be like, you got to check in, coach. All right, but they had the dudes like, you know, dressed in the emperor. Thank you, the emperor. <laughs> I couldn't even think of it. Like, you was battling, like, the emperor in World War II, 1940s. It was, like, the emperor and shit. He had his karate gi on, and it was like, all right, you know what I mean? <laughs> Shogun. Right? That's like, yeah, that's, that, that, that's what you was battling. Ninjas was like, all right, let me take my sword out. You know what I mean? Other than the planes, you know what I mean, that came in, kamikaze, bomb, bomb over Pearl Harbor. You was battling, like, the samurais. It was a monarchy. So, um, that's 1940s, bro. Yeah, corrections, the Soviets won World War II. Indeed, indeed. People don't realize that. Uh, that's why we have all of the communism we have here. Uh, but people don't even realize the Soviets were on the sides of the allies. That's, that's another story. That's another story. Uh, but uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, Japan was not a largely developed nation prior to that. It kind of came developed in our in our lifetime. In our lifetime, it became developed. But um, with that being said, with that being said, you see things that 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 they're trying to do to help the birth rate because people live in these villages. You know what I mean? They live. They live. Oh, there's a lot of old people that live to like a hundred, and they walk around all the time. They walk around all the time. They be walking, just going on a walk. Their age of consent as of recently was 13 for women and men. Okay. Okay. 13 for women, mostly for women. You know, when you take age of consent and the reason why is because they were a largely undeveloped nation for a long time. They depended on young people giving birth. Now that didn't mean old people could be with young women but they dependent on birth because they don't have a large population in these villages. If you just let old people die and not reproduce, have young people reproduce, debt donezo. And that's kind of what we're doing today. We're doing that today. We're like 25-year-old women or children. That's death nail to your birth rate. You got to have the birth rate. You have to have young women producing babies. If you don't have young women producing babies, it's a wrap. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. You can't keep up with just depending on 30, 40, 50-year-old women having babies. It ain't going to do it because they're going to have one baby, two babies. Then with the baby boomers dying, your birth rate's going to decline. So then Japan recently, to try to save face, has risen, risen the age of consent to 16. But you got to remember, Japan has only been largely developed for less than 80 years. Less than 80 years. So these are the things that people don't realize they're, they're doing things for their emotions or moral. But you got to understand it. For, for your place to exist, you got to have young women procreating. He says, nah, CGA, we just opened the border. Yeah, or you have to open the border. Or you have to open the border. You either have to raise, the, if you raise the age of consent and say nobody under 25 should have sex with nobody under 25 as they sell pussy on Instagram and OnlyFans, you either have to do that or and open the border or you have to keep the border closed and let young women reproduce. That's it. <laughs> All right. Anyway. But yeah, Japan's in trouble. Japan's in trouble. They're, they're going to be in trouble because most of their people don't live in Tokyo. 
They live in villages and on islands in villages. They're in, they're up shit's creek. Shout out to our brother here, Ronald. Mr. Ronald is in the building. That's what we'll call you. I'm rich, All right. Anyway, and you have a lot of women over there in Japan that, that, that oh, by the way, did you guys know that uh, if you look at the data, I've actually done the data. Um, women in Japan don't like to have sex. Like they have a low sex rate. Like they don't look at sex like, oh, I want to have sex. They don't, they look at sex like, mm, it's the last thing I'll think about married or single. They're not highly sexual. Like, damn. <laughs> right. So that, that's a problem there too, where they're not just doing it. They're just not doing it. They're not doing it for fun, recreation, pleasure, or procreation. They're like, ah, where'd they go to work? And then they also have rent a girlfriends and they also have an open policy about their husbands having a mistress. Like they don't even care about that. They're like, well, you know, he's got to get his nut somehow. They don't care. Japan's in trouble. <laughs> Japan's in trouble. Yep, they rather go do something. That, women rather go do something else. Uh, but he says the women have a high body count. But if you look at it, we showed you data that, that they say that they don't care about sex like that. They rather do something else. Uh, but anyway, wait till I get over there. This ain't even this ain't even take out Thursday. All right, shout out to Kaylin. He says, What's up, coach? What I've learned about women over the years is that they don't do well with criticism. They hate being judged. They don't recognize their privilege. They lie and cheat, and you can only trust about 10% of the things they say. If Tom Brady can get cheated on, any man can get that work. Yeah, Tom Brady got got. All right, Tom Brady got got. <laughs> all right, here we go right here. And somebody mentioned like, well, why does all of the Japan, uh, Asian prawn industry, and that's normally because Americans fetishize them. It's not because they want to. They're like, hey, these ninjas fetishizing us. <laughs> all right, so that's how we make money. All right, anyway, uh, shout out to our brother Shaval. He says, all the way from the Bahamas, coach, you are a have single-handedly changed my life and helped me direct my life towards bettering myself. We appreciate you and encourage you to keep up the good fight, more strength, and long, uh, long life to you, King. Thank you, brother. I need that strength, strength and long life. Strength, strength and long life. And somebody said their leader said no, no open borders. Yeah, well, it's wrap for them. <laughs> All right, it's a wrap. All right, thank you, brother. I appreciate you in the Bahamas. We got a couple more. Kaylin says, Coach, do you know why it's worse when women cheat on men? It's because you can't just sexually proposition them. You can't tell them you just want to hit it and never see them again. They want your time only to waste it later. Mm-hmm. You see here. And another one here. And Greaseman Texas says, I've been to cookouts and bonfires and I like them both. Food is seasoned at the cookout. And good chocolate sister will serve you on her knees the same day. Just stay away from the hood cookouts. Now the Cesar Chavez cookouts are lit. He says, I'll take that over a bonfire. 
never a bad time. Shout out to them. And uh, the good thing about the Cesar Chavez, everybody catching wreck today, just so you can see, as you can hear. The Cesar Chavez bonfire or cookout or whatever they're doing, they're throwing down. They're either going to have a pig in the ground somewhere cooking a pig. They're going to have a pig on a rotisserie. All right. And it's going to be in a small space like somebody's house, backyard or side yard. And it's going to be 50, 11 people piled in the one fucking backyard. And you're going to be like, you're going to be on top of each other. And then you're going to want to go take a piss inside the house. It's going to be a little ranch house, three bedrooms. The rooms are four by four. The, it's hot as a motherfucker. Whoever's in there cooking is hot, boiling hot. <laughs> it's going to be cervezas and modelos everywhere. Carne asada, a woman cooking up tacos, street tacos, better than you ever had one. And Ninja, you're going to be fiesta, fiesta. All night, all day. And dudes are going to be drunk and there's going to be no fights. No fights. <laughs> Yo, all in Ninja, the, the backyard that you're going to have a party in, going to have 200 people in a little fence like this, a fenced in area. Ninja's going to be on top of the roof and shit. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> anyway, shout out to my Spanish people, or Mexican people. They get down. They get down. Somebody might shoot, but it might be in the air. That's all. Just don't let the bullet come down and hit you. The street taco is going to be litty. And you're going to roll up to the woman. All she's going to know is pollo, carne de asada. That's it. Or um, carnitas. That's all she's going to know. That's all you're going to have to say to her. You're going to be like, hi, how are you? And she's going to look at you like. Dos carnitas. <laughs> right? Dos Pollo, El Pollo, Dos Carne Asada. She's going to say. She don't know how to say shit. She don't know nothing but chicken, pork, or pollo. She don't know nothing. All right, anyway. <laughs> Hola. All right, anyway, let me stop, man. This show is already off the rails. How many people we got watching today? We almost got 2,000. I'm going to catch up to these super chats because I'm fucking crazy today. It's crazy. All right. Uh, anyway, straggle and sniggle theater. This is a short one, so we'll do it quickly. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and sniggle theater. We back. Hey, man, we lit. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. It is the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right. We got dudes. Don't know why women are clingy. When dudes don't know why women are clingy, this is a cartoon. But this is the game ninjas, the Mac ninjas, the men who complain about women, but they create toxic women. We have to admit, there's guys like this. And uh, this is a funny cartoon, and we'll break it down. <laughs> Bruh, these girls out here are crazy as hell, my nigga. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> Bro, this bitch is on my dick, bro. Like, clingy as fuck. And we only went on a couple of dates, my nigga. Yo, for real? Oh, God, bro. Look, I asked her to be my girlfriend a couple of days ago. Now she won't stop trying to hang out with me and shit, calling me baby. What the fuck? If you don't get your weird ass out of here. Told her I loved her. Now she say it every day. <laughs> Chill, my guy. <laughs> um, then look, bro. I proposed to her last night. Told her this is a forever thing. 
And she really think it's a forever thing. <laughs> like what? It sounds like y'all are a thing. Nigga! How? <laughs> like just because we fucking and I'm deep dicking you and I whisper what? into your ear half my baby and you say I want your baby and I nutting you do not mean that I want you to have my baby. Like it's sex talk. Like you weird. Like get on with that bullshit, bruh. <sighs> Yeah, these be the ninjas like, Coach, I got the mouthpiece. These be the ninjas that be like, I'll be pumping up in these holes. But you know they be caking. They caking to the girl. They telling her all this. They spending all night in the phone doing whatever they are, selling them a dream. And then they complain about the same women. Then when the women turn toxic, then they want to come over here, man. These hoes is 304s and they nasty. They let me skeet down her throat. And you like, mm. bro, that's, bro, that's what you doing. That's what you doing to them. You're doing that. You realize that's what you're doing. You're creating those women. Yeah, and then just don't be like, no, nah, man, this is like, no. Nah. And then when they complain about it, just be tricking. No, nah. but you dream selling. You cuddling up with them. You caking. You putting shit in their ear, right? Like you're doing the very thing that making them crazy. <laughs> then you calling them crazy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yep. Trying to be pimps. But then you selling a dream the wrong way, bruh. That is, I love that shit. That's why I always critical of these dudes that say they got the mouthpiece. Because this is what the mouthpiece is. Now, I'll be telling her this, and I'll be telling her this and that. You do all that, you get the pussy, and then you want to bounce on her. And then when she calling you up, hey, daddy, where you at? Bro, man, these girls crazy. <laughs> these girls clingy. <laughs> bruh these girls out here are crazy as hell my nigga <laughs> what you mean <laughs> bro this bitch is on my dick bro like clingy as fuck and we only went on a couple of dates my nigga yo for real oh god bro look i asked her to be my girlfriend a couple of days ago now nah, she won't stop trying to hang out with me and shit calling me baby what the fuck if you don't get your weird ass out of here told her i loved her now she said it every day <laughs> chill my guy <laughs> what um, then look, bro, I proposed to her last night, told her this is a forever thing. And she really think it's a forever thing. <laughs> like what? It sounds like y'all are a thing. Nigga, how? <laughs> like just because we fucking and I'm deep dicking you and I whisper what? into your ear half my baby and you say I want your baby and I nutting you do not mean that I want you to have my baby like it's sex talk like you weird like get on with that bullshit bruh <laughs> yeah somebody said that's Long Beach Griffey that's Long Beach Griffey's uh, vocals there shout out to Long Beach Griffey I love that cartoon right there alright we got Straggle with Cynical Theater Taraji P. Henson I've never been a fan of Taraji P. Henson. About the only movie I've liked over her was Acrimony. I don't see anything. I don't like her personality. I don't like her the way she dressed. I don't like when she talks. She annoying to me all ever since Baby Boy. And I think she was in, what's this again? Don't Be a Menace to South Central. She probably was in that too. Every movie I've seen her in and every TV show, she has rubbed me the wrong way. Even when she was in that movie, uh, about the three African-American women that was responsible for the rocket going up, whatever that was. She is, she, I've never felt anything for this woman. She's always been a personality that uh, that I've ran away from when I lived in a community. Now, people that like her, I'm always just like, I don't know what you see. And then people be saying she's attractive. I'm like, how? Like, where? Mm. Uh, compared to who? Compared to who? 
<laughs> like what? All right, she's been always, yeah, hustling flow. All of her characters have been just, just not good. It's, I've not related to her. And she's been somewhat of a person that I've always found annoying, even representing in the hood. She's a sapphire. Um, and shout out to her. She's a good actress and all of that stuff. She seems to get a lot of roles, but she complains. I don't know what's up with her. I don't know what's up with her. Hidden Figures was the movie I was talking about, yes. Even in that movie, she was, every time I see her, I'm, she rubs me the wrong way. Uh, but anyway. Um, check this video out. This video is released, and even the people who like Taraji are looking at her sideways. All right, because she always try to come up with some shit, and it just doesn't make sense. So she's gonna say, um, that because of slavery, she's one of these women that's like, because of slavery, she's gonna say why black people. Let me let me just frame this: why black people run when they laugh. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Right. When somebody does something funny, everybody runs away like that thing. You're like, ah, and everybody takes off laughing. Ah. She's going to say black people run away laughing because of slavery. All right. I'm going to I'm going to let you hear this shit. All right. Here we go. You know why black people run away when we laugh? <laughs> because we weren't allowed to laugh on those plantations. This is stuff that lives in us, y'all. This ain't nothing new, y'all. That's why y'all going, oh, what? Yeah, it lives in us. That doesn't just go away, like she said. And if we don't start unpacking it seriously, it will also be the end of us. I need that, what's wrong with you ninjas, what's wrong with you soundbite. What's wrong with you ninjas, what's wrong with you? She literally said that, bruh. This is what she said, and that's why I can't take this woman seriously. Because black people today run away when they laugh because on the plantation. <laughs> and she sat down, look at everybody like, mm, cook sister girl. The comments are giving. They in here just roasting her ass. That's the victim mentality Candace be talking about. How sad. Even, I mean, black women are turning against her on this one. She made that up. What the F is she talking about? She was a slave. Damn, she old. This is the dumbest thing I ever heard. Even, I mean, black people even looking like, okay, all right, let's throw the towel in. <laughs> okay, right here. The memes are crazy. All right, they got our girl Megan Good. Even sisters is like, Mm, yeah, she gone. This is a sign that she's hit the wall. I have never seen a plantation and been on one, and neither have you. Oh, so she oppressed. Yeah, I mean, so this is when I tell you women between the ages of 35 and 55, they kind of lose it and they kind of lose touch with reality, especially if they've been isolated. They don't they don't know what's going on. And they start saying funny things. This is kind of like the early stages of a stroke, but they don't have the stroke all the way, and they just start saying random shit. Like, this is what's happening. to This happens to almost all women. And then they just kind of lose it. That, that's where it starts right here. This is where it's at. This is the wall right here. This is the wall. This, this, she said this, brothers. Let me play it again just so y'all can hear it right here. Here we go right here. You know why black people run away when we laugh? <laughs> because we weren't allowed to laugh on those plantations. This is stuff that lives what? in us, y'all. How? This ain't nothing new, y'all. That's why y'all going, oh, what? Yeah, it lives in us. That doesn't just go away, like she said. And if we don't start unpacking it seriously, it will also be the end of us. Yeah, she need to go sit down. What is she, 50 years old? It's a wrap. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> is she 50? Gone. That's the end of her career, man. This is it. This is when you go back and you just snort coca in a large mansion the rest of your life. It's not, you've reached your top. You're about to start bottoming out. No more for you, baby. No more movie roles. Nothing. You complain about not making no money on the color purple. All right, it's a wrap. Mm. <laughs> and why was black people not allowed to laugh on the plantation? Oh, my God. Yeah, she act like she ate. Drunk History by Taraji P. Henson. Absolute disgrace. All right, what do we got here? We got, uh, we got, we got Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We got some women here. Uh, a man's going to ask, how, how much guys? I think they mean how many guys can you sleep with in one night? All right, how many guys can you sleep with in one night? Where do you guys come up with these questions? But I guess these women are going to answer how many guys that are thirsting after them. All right, and how many guys that they can really get like in no time flat. Here we go. How much guys do you think you could sleep with in one night? Over 15. Over 15. How much guys do you think you could sleep with in one night? Three or four. Three or four. Yeah. Okay. How much guys do you think you could sleep with in one night? Probably like an easy six. An easy six? Yeah, five, six, right. probably. Um, I have to say like at least four. At least four. Yeah. In one night? Yeah. Um, four. Four. Five. Four or five. All right, but I do think you could sleep it in one night. Oh. Like, I don't know, like four, like three or four. four. Three yeah. Or four. I do think oh, you could sleep it in one night. Say maybe five. Maybe five. All right, but five. Five. Yeah, five. All right, but like, four, like three. Like three. three. Yeah. All right, no problem. What's Thank your you. What's your handle? Sky's Media TV. Sky's Media TV. Yeah, you can check it out. Right. I mean, like, what is the? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Are they capable of how many guys they can get over to come over in one night? How many guys they think they can like, what is, what is even, I'm trying to figure out the context of the question to try to figure out how do I, how do I attack this from the women's answers? So now, you know, see, you see the first woman here. I mean, I don't even know what to say about this. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this. Oh man. I mean, where do you even start with these comments conversations? I'm going to move on. This will save me a couple of minutes. Story time. All right, we got a girl with a big old, big old curly weave right here. That's a hell of a curly weave right there, curly hair. She says, uh, would you be mad if someone sent you $30 for lunch? $30 for lunch. Okay, so yeah, story time. So y'all, please tell me if I'm wrong. So today this dude wrote me on Instagram and he was like, can I send you money? Let me send you money for lunch. So I was like, okay. I wrote him back and I was like, send it. So he wrote me and was like, okay, what's your cash app? So I sent him the cash app. Yeah, I just knew I was going to open my cash app and I was going to have at least probably about a hundred bottles. You get what I'm saying? Because like this, I eat and that's how much I spend on my food. Yeah, I opened my cash app and this man sent me $30. Yeah, yes, $30. And I'm just like, at first I'm like, damn, like, am I ungrateful? Like, am I fucked up? Like, the feeling like, like, why the fuck would you send me $30? But then I had to ask people, and they was like, nah, because I'm like, $30 is not even half a tank in my car. Like, what the fuck you thought I was going to go to Chick-fil-A? Like, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what what did you think I was going to eat? It's like, when I go and eat, I eat full course meals. Like, I order a appetizer, a entree, and a dessert, and a drink. That can't even get me two drinks. Like, what the fuck? And then this man had the audacity to write me back and say, 
uh, let me get to know you that I, why the fuck do you think I'm gonna let you get to know me and you just send me $30 for lunch? Is you, you dumb? Silence, you fool! I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch! Cut that bitch off! Next caller! <laughs> This this woman's definitely dumb. She ignorant. I mean, you can hear just the way she talks. Um, she's yeah, she probably special ed. Uh, she's attractive with a lot of makeup on. I would be concerned when that makeup comes off how attractive she and her wig. This woman's definitely a straggle. Okay. But um I I don't think she's telling the truth in here. I just think she's possibly trying to go viral um with something that is obviously ridiculous. Right, $100 for lunch. I'm just going to say you don't, you can't afford $100 for lunch. And if you can't afford it, then you probably can't afford your rent at the same time. I mean, nobody spends, a, nobody spends $100 for lunch, not consistently. I can see every now and then you would do something like this, but you're, you want $100 for lunch, and he's not even at the date. He's just sending it to you. I mean, I just think she's making up this story. Uh, just to go viral and get people talking about her because there was a lot of telltale signs. Um, I'm going to give you some telltale signs, dead giveaways that she was mostly making the story up. Uh, let me see if I can do and look at the over-exaggeration of the facial features. Yeah, here we go. I mean, like, y'all be for real. Like, tell me, am I wrong? Like, am I fucked up? Like, Yeah, you're wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. You're obviously wrong. You know you're wrong. Is my head fucked up? Like, I don't even spend thirty dollars on lunch on my like I spend over that on myself. So that's a lie. It's like for someone to think they're gonna see me, I get to this thought they count like you didn't have to send the thirty dollars, but it's like no, like nigga, I'm not that type of I'm I'm not I'm not Yeah, so so I'ma tell you the dead giveaway is the over exaggeration of the rhythmic speech tone that she's using. She's using a lot of tell me what you know I don't you know when you hear ninjas do that, they they over exaggerating the slang and the ignorance and the buffoonery to try to you know you know what I mean. She doing all of that. She bringing it out like she the choir and uh, tell me I'm fucked up. I don't need to vote. The rhythmic uh ghetto strag speech right there. All right, that's a dead ass giveaway. She making this shit up. Not one of them. All right, yeah, here we go. Uh, let me see. There's another telltale sign right here. Okay, so y'all, story time. So y'all, please tell me if I'm wrong. So today, this dude wrote me on Instagram. Today. And he was like, can I send you money? Let me send you money for lunch. So There's a correction. Can I send you? Let me send you. Correction. So she made the mistake that she corrected herself. This is a, this is a fake story. I was like, okay. I wrote him back and I was like, send it. So he wrote me and was like, okay. So that's already two likes. Anytime you hear, and I was like, and she was like, and I was like, and they was like, and he, this is gay giveaway. This is a, this is a made up story. Now, I want you guys to watch out uh, for this shit because these are the things that are getting the debate, the gender war, keeping it going. They're just fanning the flames uh, of people because they know people are going to share and reshare. So people are getting clouts and all of these things. And then we come in and show you, and then people are like, yeah, these hoes are crazy. And then they show you a man reacting. These guys are crazy. And that's happening right now. Now, I use this Straggle and Sniggle Theater, obviously, is for skits and entertainment. This is an entertainment segment, so it doesn't matter if it's a skit, if it's real. We really don't care. We will share it there. That's why I actually make the segment what it is, because I started to realize that a lot of these things are skits. 
a lot of these things are not real. But I show it to you, and then we can play with it. We can have fun with it. But when it's obvious, I have to call out the obvious bullshit here. All right. I wish I cash up. So I sent him the cash up. Yeah, I just knew I was going to open my cash up, and I was going to have at least probably about a hundred ball. You get what I'm saying? Because like, because like, all right, a uh, hundred ball slang. Shit is obvious. Yeah, this is this is why we call it edutainment. Uh, but uh, be careful now because people have figured out that this is the this is the easiest way to get attention now. Talking about relationships, all right. And luckily, uh, I've been on the forefront. But even the sad part about me is when I go viral, people think I'm new. People think I'm new because these conversations were on the hush house, especially from the men. So it's 2024. My video on Instagram or TikTok goes viral, and they're like, oh, here's another one. Oh, they're multiplying another fake Andrew Tate. Look at him, another old man and another fake Kevin Samuels. Oh, Kevin Samuels said it first, right? So this is the sad part about it is because everybody's joining in. Shannon Sharp and Ocho Cinco are joining in the conversation. Stephen A. Smith, they're leaving sports, and they're coming over to the relationship conversation. Uh, it's, getting, it's getting out of hand. <laughs> it's getting freaking out of hand. And now people know to make skits when they make their skits. They're doing the, uh, you should have paid the, you can spit the bill. And they're doing the, obviously, they're just doing the skit. Hey, let's do this skit where I say, I'm not going to pay for the $60 lunch. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's just perpetuating uh, the war, the so-called gender war, where then we react and then we send it and then you react and you be like, look at these holes. It's getting ridiculous. So protect yourself from it. People are just trying to grift. They're trying to grift. Yeah, but uh, trust me, Ninja, I've been in this game for a long time, uh, but you can never let people tell it. People, You let people know, we're all copying Alpha One person. Uh, but that's kind of how it works. That's kind of how it works, and that's Drago Wants to Go Theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, you can get high with me, that's a deal, right? Ride. All right, all right, let me catch up. Let me catch up. Super chat time. Super track time. Rue says, just got some coffee at this coffee shop, and these ninjas have changed the 10% minimum to 17, 17%. 17%? Just like that. Just like that, brothers. It's, things are going up incrementally. It is nuts. Doc Notes, Coach, what's your take on athletes with two names on their jersey Given their stepfather shine at the expense of their real father. Anyway, here's some and something for the shakedown and ransom fund. I think, I don't know who you're talking about. I think there's Juju Smith-Schuster would be the one guy that comes to mind related to that. But uh, I don't know if any other athletes that are doing that. And I think I heard his story, um, which I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. Some dudes are, you know, most... Most dudes are only hear their family story through the eyes and lens of the mother. I think he might be one that you might be talking about, Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay, I think he's named after his stepdaddy. Yeah. All right, there may be some other brothers. Uh, Hodge says, Stanley Cup and Chick-fil-A on a flatback Friday. Hello. <laughs> on a flatback Friday, let's go. Let's give it to you again. On the Flatback Friday. Let's watch them again with the Stanley Cups. And also, also, let me see what I got. I got a phone call coming in. Stanley Cups and whatnot. Yes, indeed. And Flatback Chick-fil-A sauce. Let them know. Let them know. 
right? Somebody calling me. Who the hell is this? I bet they better text me. Suck up a love and then just says, my girl toxic, but I can't give up that peace leave because some of the best peace leave is attached to some of the craziest chicas. Yes, indeed. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And yes, they do. Yes, they do. All right, let me see who this is calling me in early in the morning. Oh, 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 hold on for a second because people are doing some work at my house. Okay. All right, I see what's happening there. Okay. Shout out to, I had to check. Brown 310 says, I got my rent and bail money ready. Shout out to you. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Rent is due. Mystical free agent lifestyle says, I'm rich, Curious man. about your thoughts on the Daily Wire Pearly Things video. I didn't see it. He says, I think they went after the softest target possible and personally can't wait for the King of Kings to step into the arena to deliver some understanding. Have a great weekend. I didn't see the Daily Wire Pearly video, so I don't know what's going on. But Pearly is a soft target. Uh, Pearly is a soft target. And um, she has some obvious things that people can point out as deficiencies. And that's why the opposing side of any argument of the red pill, they choose Pearly. And that's not to say that Pearly is whack. Um, I have a decent relationship with Pearly, meaning that, like, you know, everybody either loves her or hate her. She's, she's in the middle with me. I don't like her or hate her. Either way, but I realize what people do is they pick her because number one, she's inexperienced, but she's popular. Number two, they're attacking obvious deficiencies that you could see. Number one, she's a she's a woman claiming that uh, you're going to hit the wall and be single and childless. Yet she's single and childless. Then on the looks level, people either like her look or completely hate it. So you have that to attack. Um, there's just obviously attack points that people choose her to represent our side of the conversation, which I even addressed with her in person in this studio where I said the reasons, the reasons why women should not be the face of the manosphere is that very reason. That is the very reason why. Because then people are going to say, look, here's the representation of all red pill thought. And they're going to pick Pearly. And then they're going to bring her on and then it's going to be a shit show. So then you can completely dismiss a lot of her arguments just based on that this is why i tend to see abbott and preach react to pearly are they attacking the red pill when they go in on pearly not all the way but they are kind of taking hits at the red pill space in a way by using her but again pearl has a big audience so then that's a way to drive in views on the opposing side this is one of the reasons i was always concerned about and I told her that in studio. So anybody that's ever realizing, oh, you're just saying that now. I told her that right here. And I said, the reason why women should not be the face of the red pill is that very reason. You're going to be chosen as the attack point to represent any legitimate argument, which she tries to stand her ground. But again, it's hard to stand your ground when you haven't experienced it. Right? So if you haven't experienced a divorce and went through a custody battle, she can talk about it. But she doesn't really know the outs, ins and outs. I could talk about it from a personal experience and from an experience that everybody else can be aware of that they can't attack it as easily. Similarly, I did that with Hafiz. Same thing with Hafiz. I was able to attack marriage from a position of, hey, I've been married. It didn't work out. And what the system is, the system is corrupt. She can't do that. So it's unfair when the Daily Wire does that because they're choosing 
the person that doesn't represent the argument the best. Yeah. That's the sad part about it. That's no swipe at Pearl. That's definitely a swipe at the Daily Wire. They know what they're doing, but there's even more to that behind the scenes that I don't want to get into. All right. Um, because that's not my personal business. Yeah. It ain't my business. So when you know about YouTube, you guys got to understand YouTube is a business. And um, there's some business shit that goes on that you guys take personal. (laughs) But let me just tell you, business is business. All right. This is a business. People make a lot of money at doing this. And there's a reason why things get done a certain way. And it ain't about who's right, who's wrong, who's popular, who ain't, who should be popular and who shouldn't. It's business. And I just chalk shit up to business. Now, I don't bring the business shit on here. If you want to hear that, you go to patreon.com backslash Coach Greg Adams. I'll talk about the business here. But this, at the end of the day, is a business. You guys are confusing sometimes. This is like pro wrestling over in this motherfucker. All right, there's some people here that are more legit than they are their character. Some people are all character and illegitimate. Some people are just, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like NWA. Remember when NWA, the, the rappers, NWA, they came out with that gangster shit and they weren't gangsters. And even Eazy-E admitted like, hey, we just making this shit up. We just doing this because it's selling. This is a big joke. And but then there were some of these rappers like this, the real and we telling the real deal. But behind the scenes, they live in the suburbs. They married. Right. <laughs> they ain't bust no shops. They ain't, they ain't bust a grape in the fruit fight. They ain't slow. They ain't sold no kilos of coca. They ain't kill one ninja. Like, they ain't done none of that. And behind the scenes, everybody knew it was fake. You guys come on here and don't realize the red pill grift at this point is completely kayfabe. It's completely, it's completely fake. Everybody at this point that is jumping in here, they're jumping in for the, for, for, it's completely fake now. It ain't even legitimate. So now people are just characters and they're doing whatever they need to do to gain their audience. You got men that are married, jumping over here, doing red pill shit, trying to blow up. They getting thousands and thousands of subscribers a day. And they're just like, they don't give a fuck about the red pill. They don't give a fuck about the manosphere. They don't care about none of that. They just trying to get their YouTube check. This is entertainment now. So, Try to, when you bring that personal argument over here about what do you think personally about this content creator? What do you think personally? It don't matter no more. This is a business. Now, for the people who ain't trying to monetize, congratulations. Good on you. Good on you. None of these people matter in my day-to-day life. Fresh or fit, shout out to them. Shout out to Pearly. Shout out to the Daily Wire. None of these people matter to me in the end of the day. Now, if you want to do a debate, this is why I don't debate. Because it's worthless. Everybody's got their audience and their key audience that they don't want to piss off. So they're going to say the same fucking thing. They're going to avoid people to debate over here. They're going to bring these people in here because they buddy, buddy. Man, please. That's why I just keep to my show. Keep to my show, bro. I just do what I do. I do what I do for fun. And I do what I do for funds. (laughs) Right? Uh, Anyway. If you really wanted to know, that's what it is. But do me a favor. Hit the like button. Hit the like button on this. We do have like 670 likes and we got 1,500 watching. Our likes are really, really low. Hit them likes, man. Hit the likes on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. All right, shout out to uh, where are we at here? No government name. Says the phrase, sweep me off my feet 
is almost literally meaning let me do nothing. They want something. They want somebody who will facilitate that princess fantasy, a life of no effort and ultimate unlimited consumption. Indeed, that sweep me off my feet for sure. It's like, hey, I did nothing. I earned. I did nothing. A, a woman's dream. Um, a woman's dream is to have done nothing for for the man, but rec- she rec- he recognizes her worth and just whoosh. I'll take you, MJ. He says, I'm rich, bitch. MJ says, Coach, give Justin Jefferson the buzzer. I just learned today that he got hit with a paternity suit. When will these ninjas learn? Yep, I had talked about that last night on last night's show. I know people don't watch every show, but I talked about it on last night's show. Yeah, man. He got got. And the, the, the baby was barely two months out of the womb. She filing the paternity suit. Shout out to Marcel. Hey, H says, from Black History Month to Women's History Month, I would love to hear the three things you appreciate about women. My volume is maxed out. Thanks for everything you do. Free agent lifestyle for life. I'll, I'll tap into that later. Cali West Miami says, but coach, a 16-year-old ninja got jumped and shanked by some vatos last week in Playa Del Rey on video. Cookout, bonfire, you can get knocked the F out. All right, so don't get shanked at the, by the vatos. Orderly vato. Shout out to Blue Baggin says, I'm officially retired from the community. Where the white women at? What's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Cali, West Miami. Slaves can't laugh, but they can sing. Get the F out of here. And they can dance, too. But no laughing. The regular dude, coach, I never thought people wouldn't be able to tell the difference between real and fake when it came to the internet. But if some people... It's something, I think we're here, something, but it's something people debate about. Yeah, the when, I think I told you that um, we talked about this. I said, people won't be able to tell what's real and fake. You won't be able to tell what's real and fake. Now, I'm going to just say, if there's a viral video, I'm going to react to it, even though I know it's a skit. In fact, on my Ask Coach Greg Adams channel, the whole cheesecake thing that went viral, I even addressed it in the video which my video did pretty good on that channel. It's a dead channel, but it did pretty good. I said, this could possibly be a fake video. All right, and I discussed it, but I will still react to it. And I might even react to it just to entertain y'all ninjas, but I might throw in that it is a skit. But today, we have to understand that people have figured out you can earn money as a content creator, and they're creating skits. Now, these are the things that are going viral. Let me tell you, the serious conversations are no longer going viral. And now there are people bringing in that red pill approach, but they're not serious about it. They're not serious about it. They're just sniggling about it. They know it's going to get views. They're just going to maybe say a couple of red pill, soft landing talking points. And now when the real people come in with that hot heat, like myself, I get shadow banned. I get smothered. I get labeled a copycat of the people that are that are obviously watching my show, which is which is odd, right? They're obviously watching me. They're obviously aware of me, but they certainly don't even talk about me or address me. They're obviously have to for a person to talk any red pill talking point. You have to have came across my channel at least five times. You cannot be any person talking about relationships from a male perspective and not be aware of me. Not be aware. You're completely oblivious to CGA. 
There ain't no fucking way. I'm on YouTube way too fucking much. <laughs> and don't believe them numbers you see on the screen. I'm talking about all content creators, all these Instagramming ninjas, all these, all of them, anybody on Facebook, anybody. Dude, cele- dude I, I'm followed by major celebrities. You have to have come across me multiple fucking times. Don't act like it. So what I'm saying is they're taking little bits and pieces and then they're running with it, but they ain't really serious about it. Mm. <laughs> right? But it is what it is. It's part of the game. But then they are, their numbers go up and my numbers stay shadow banned. That's what's happening. Then when I then if my video happens to go viral, oh, I'm just a copycat. Yeah, that's what happens. You know what I mean? Here's another guy. Acknowledge me. Yeah. I mean, I get recognized on the street by people I don't even know. It's it, it's it's ridiculous at this point. But they're not really trying to make a change. They're just trying to. Uh, they're just trying to. Um, they're just trying to go viral. They're just trying to go viral. They're not trying to make a change. They're not bringing in valid points. Many of them don't have the experiences. They're just trying to go viral. And then they get their little check from Instagram, and then they gone. <laughs> right? mm. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. What a world we live in. But it's an evil world we live in. Yeah. It's an evil world we live in. Anyway. All right. Shout out to... Uh, Shout out to you, brothers here. Let's go with a little crime and law, CGA. We gonna get into it. Okay, crime and law, CGA. Speaking of dudes getting hit with lawsuits, Scottie Pippen cannot catch a break. So you guys all know what Scottie Pippen is, former NBA champion. Well, NBA champion, former Chicago Bull. He got into it with his ex-wife, Larsa Pippen. She played him like a donkey. Finessed him, had her toes curling by future, getting embarrassed, getting her cheeks clapped by NBA players. Then also, then also she running around here with Michael Jordan's son. Scottie Pippen can't take uh, catch a break. But of course, breaking news. Yesterday, Scottie Pippen accused of abuse by ex-girlfriend in a $250 million lawsuit. <laughs> Woman claims she reached out to the Chicago Bulls for help, but the organization demonstrated a blatant disregard for the law and basic human dec- decency. Oh, the humanity. Lawsuits are the new divorce. Women aren't getting married to the point where they can just divorce a husband and then keep that attention on that alimony and child support. They can file a paternity suit, but again, dudes aren't knocking up women like that. Some are, some are, but most aren't. So now they're going to lawsuits let's read the details apparently right here um there's some serious allegations the chicago bulls organization finds itself entangled in legal trouble of their retired player scotty pippen who is currently facing accusations of sexual assault and harassment from an an alleged previous partner according to the court docs chavette valentine chavette filed a lawsuit a civil lawsuit not a criminal one in the circuit court of Cook County, Illinois, on Wednesday, February 28th. So that was two days ago. Yep, I guess rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. 
And it says right here, naming Scottie Pippen, the NBA team and Pippen's relatives, ex-wife Larsa and brother Carl T. Pippen, who I met one time when I was a teenager. All right. He was at a church that I was at and uh, he was there and they introduced him. I was like, this ninja ain't dribble one basketball. Why they introduce him? You know how the churches do. They'd be like, oh, man. All right. We want to introduce you a special person in the crowd. I was like, who? And then they was like, there he is right there. This is the brother of Scottie Pippen. The whole church was clapping, standing up. I was like, what? Y'all introducing the brother? Wait a minute. Who are you? Like, why is this ninja important? That's the brother of ninja. He ain't going to do nothing. What the fuck? Anyway. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to the story. It says Chevette Valentine. Chevette. This is definitely a stripper or a hooker. Chevette. It says right here, alleges she had an intermittent, intermittent relationship with Scottie Pippen from 1987 to 1993. We going back to 87. 87 to 93, and she filed a lawsuit today. Their courtship ended after she was allegedly great by the Pippen brothers leading to the birth of her late son, Devontae Pippen. Sheesh! Who was deleted in 2011. Good Lord. (laughs) Oh, 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 wow. You get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Wow. Dead, flat, stony broke. Man, she reaching. $3.85 in my she purse. She reaching, Ninja. Where my false alligator noise at? Right here. Holy mackerel. Man, they should throw this shit out on face value. But, of course, people going to have to settle. All right, what happened? Okay, they got... Okay, but who's babe, Who's the daddy? Who's the pappy of the kid, though? I'm Who's the pappy of the kid? He dead. Don't want to have to dig up his body for DNA. They're going to have to dig up his body for DNA. He said, coach will never run out of content. This is wild. Okay. Since their purported breakup, they were not in an re- intermittent relationship, uh, a rape, but then now we have a purported breakup. The accuser maintains that Pippen has utilized his position as a former Chicago Bulls player to stalk, harass, and torment her, resulting in significant mental and emotional anguish. She alleges to have suffered losses in housing. There it is. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Employment and career opportunities. So I could focus on my career. Due to his alleged stalking. Additionally, Chevette Valentine claims that when she sought to report the harassment to the authorities, the NBA legend obstructed her efforts by leveraging his connections with local, state, and federal officials. Valentine further claimed that Pippen leveraged his medical contacts. How? To distort her reports, depicting her as mentally ill. Well, well, (laughs) I think he has something to this. The lawsuit involves a plethora of of other allegations detailing harassment and distressing incidences spanning three decades. Three decades. The plaintiff has petitioned for a jury trial and is pursuing $250 million in compensation from the Chicago Bulls, 
Scottie Pippen and his relatives. His assertion encompassed his assertions and her assertions encompass stalking, harassment, deliberate infliction of mental and emotional anguish, death threats, defamation, child support for her deceased son, and a range of other grievances. Ninja, please. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, brothers. I told you, ninjas. Somebody said, I will never run out of content. Not at this rate. I got some job security, bro. <laughs> I got job security. That is crazy. That is nuts, man. That is absolutely nuts. All right. There's a guy here that just loves to. That's, that's, that's. That is nuts. Guys, what are we, where do we go from here? <laughs> where do we go from here? She's super duper broke. I don't know if you can collect child support for somebody that is dead. I didn't know you could get back child support for a dead child. That will be a new one on me. <laughs> Goodness grief. Oh, man. Hold on to your hats, gentlemen. Goodness. Goodness. Let's go to the next segment. Let's see. It says men hiring dating coaches. All right. Men hiring dating coaches. And you'll be shocked that this is not a male dating coach. It is a female dating coach. Why hundreds of Bay Area men are hiring this relationship coach. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the humanity. Uh, or you mean an escort? That's allegedly. What does she know that they don't know? Well, let's get to it here. San Francisco, California. She charges powerful nerds thousands to learn to be better lovers. Ninja, holy moly. Her name is Jessica Gold. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. Jessica Gold, you say. She got a PhD in chemistry, but decided to switch careers to become a passionate relationship coach for powerful men in tech. Jessica Gold has lived in San Francisco, and every time I say San Francisco, I almost say something that could give me canceled. I'm just letting you know. And do not type it in here, but it's just a habit. That I've been developed when I was young. But let's continue here. San Francisco is right here. Uh, I'm not going to read all of this because she's talking about she came back from Burning Man. Everybody knows what that is. That's where slurs go uh, for attention on Instagram. And realized that she needed a change to her life. She worked in neuroscience and chemistry. She had a PhD from the University of California at Berserkly. And she worked in biotech at a firm uh, and all of this stuff. But let me get down to the nitty gritty down here. Um, she says she wanted to work towards a professional grill, uh, per career to be more go-oriented than traditional therapy. For example, sex, love, relationship coaches will often provide concrete advice or action plans to help people build or improve their partnership. Let's go down and figure out how much he's charging. All right. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah don't type it in the chat please don't type what i gonna say about san francisco all right because i'm gonna say it one of these days and they're gonna youtube is gonna be like hey wait a minute all right gold charges men five thousand dollars for a six-month group program fifteen thousand dollars for six-month 
individual program and or $3,000 for a single day of intensive coaching. She also started selling access to an AI clone trained on her coaching materials. A subscription to that product starts at $9.99 a month in gold insist it gives better advice than generic chat chat bots. Okay. There she is right there. Jessica Golden, her partner, Tavye, I can't pronounce it, Krinsky, Tavye Krinsky. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. Okay, it says right here, they founded a platform called Digital Wisdom, which created Jessica Gold AI. Woo, man, I tell you, did you, we gone. To date, she has over 500 clients, she said, most of whom have been local to the Bay Area, though she occasionally works with men in Los Angeles, uh, Miami, and New York. I've worked with a lot of startup founders, CEO niggeros, men who are, who are consultants and or who already made their fortunes and everything is working except their relationships. Let me guess, you get hands-on with this. I'm pretty sure she gets a little hands-on. Oh, my goodness. And it says right here, she also has been a, a recent visibility boost when she had a TED Talk she gave in Vancouver and it gained 40,000 views in 48 hours on YouTube. Sometimes when I see people bragging about someone else's YouTube numbers, I'll be like, Nidge, I'll be doing that like I've done that hundreds of thousands of times. I've at least done that a thousand times. Y'all bragging about 40K views in 48 hours. I probably done like I could do that in my sleep. <laughs> and I'm shadow banned and demonetized. So I didn't even go right here. And what else right here? What else do they have to say? All right, what is even this article, bro? What, what is even this article supposed to be hinting at? She knows somebody. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. This is She's must be an escort. What are they talking about? Monetizing men? What is this? This is San Francisco. What are these liberal tech, tippy-toe-ass, bird-chested-ass ninjas? All right, well, what are we, what are we doing? <laughs> Spending all this money. High end. Well, is she a madam? Is she a madam? What are they? What are they hiding here? They're disguising something as to legitimize. She got to be a madam. Talking about AI, Jessica Gold. Man, we 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 in we in dire straits out here. Uh, more more here. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Again, Atlanta. At it again. More people live alone in Atlanta than almost any other. U.S. City. It says, according to the recent Chamber of Commerce report, Atlanta is now fourth in the entire country for this living arrangement. Fourth. How is it fourth and uh, more people live alone? Which one is it? According to them, it says nearly half of all households in the Peach State, capital city, are home to just one person. Um, Now, Everybody knows what this one person is. Everybody knows who this one person is. If you think about Atlanta and you think about the demographics, if you think about it, well, there could be two people here. There could be a San Francisco dweller, a Duke shooter, a pooter intruder, or it could be a black woman. That's what's, that, that, that's what's going on there. It's a BW. <laughs> right? So this the BW out here bragging. Um, as younger uh, Americans 
hold off on major life milestones such as purchasing a home, marriage, and part, uh, parenthood, it's probably not surprising that this trend of living alone has been on the rise. Send it in Atlanta. Atlanta ranks 10th for males living alone. And third, there it is, for females living alone. This is black women for show. All right. Um, overall, the number of people living alone in Atlanta has increased 7% year after year. Is there any more data that they want to present to us right here? Um, yeah. I mean, listen, this is the new way. This is the new way of doing things. Of course, um, you know, homes, real estate, apartment, rent. I know people in Atlanta, you think your shit is expensive there. It's not. All right. It's very relatively cheap in Atlanta comparatively, but, you know, Atlanta to me is like Phoenix, Arizona. Atlanta to me is like Phoenix. What happens is you have relatively average Americans going to splurge in these areas to act like they're millionaires. In Phoenix, they used to call them $30,000 a year millionaires. What would happen is these people would leave California. They would go to Phoenix. They would go to some of these enclaves and suburbs, and they would go there live, making $30,000 a year, buying McMansions in Phoenix and buying boats and jet skis and motorcycles and RVs, and they'd be living off the fat of the land. They'd be living high off the hog, and eventually they'll go bankrupt, or if the market crashes, the housing market crashes, they go kaboom because they're over-leveraged in debt. And refi- Atlanta is like Phoenix. So what will happen is people will go to Atlanta and they'll be living all better now and bragging and acting like they doing big, getting into these power couple things. You got a whole bunch of shit. And people ain't really got it like that. Yeah. People ain't really got it like that. And so they'll go there and they'll be like, man, it's cost a lot to live in Atlanta. Shit, not compared to Miami, New York, Los Angeles, like real cities. <laughs> like real big cities. Atlanta, as a matter of fact, people got mad at me when I did the top big cities and the top small cities in America. Remember when I did that? If you've been watching me long enough, I did the top big cities to meet mates and date in the top small cities. And when I did the big cities, I left Atlanta out. All right, I left Atlanta and Miami out. Now, for people who don't know, people think these are big cities because they'll just pull up the population and say, hey, there's 4 million people here um, in Miami. There's 3 million people here, coach, but they're really small cities. If you take the metro area, if you take the small, they're really only like 500,000 people in there, maybe a million, maybe a million. And I've been to both of these cities, so you can't fool me. I've been to almost every city at least multiple times. Miami's small as a motherfucker. It ain't that many people in Miami proper. When you go outside of Miami, there's millions of people. But Atlanta is the same way. There's millions of people there. They're all spread out and, 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 and coming Georgia and shit like that. They way out there. All right, but in the in, inner city of my, in Atlanta, it's small. And by the way, I used to go to Atlanta when it was country like a motherfucker. Country. We talking about girls with cut off jeans. We talking about ninjas running around with straw in their mouth. <laughs> right? Them, them cities are small comparatively to the large metropolitan areas of where everybody's on top of each other in New York. Everybody's spread out in Los Angeles and the entire county is, is packed with people. Packed. So when they say it's a big city, I just say, nah, y'all some podunk ass town overrate. No, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? And I've been to these cities, so you can't act like it. Ninja, you go through the downtown like, <laughs> right? You go to the downtown 
You go to the downtown and it's four exits. Ninja, you telling me it's a big city. It's four exits in the whole downtown. You go through the downtown, shoop, and you be like, there's so much traffic here. I'm like, traffic? <laughs> All right, anyway, shout out to Atlanta, Georgia. Um, but the problem is that they have there is people trying to live big, big city dreams in a country-ass town. I used to go to Atlanta. Yeah, Vegas is the same way. I don't consider Vegas a big city. Vegas is a small-ass town. The only reason it's big now is because you got Henderson counting as Vegas. All right, other than that, you take Henderson off Vegas, and there's not many people that live here. It's a small city. You take the strip away from Vegas, and there's nothing here. Uh, but um, anyway, with that being said, I was going to say something. Oh, I used to go to Atlanta, and I used to go to Atlanta when they used to, I don't know if they still do this. They used to park on the fucking lawn like they do in Alabama. Right? Like you used to be like, hey, what's up? And pull up and then just park on somebody's lawn. With the whole car carburetor just. You get out the car. Y'all young people don't know this. <laughs> y'all know y'all young people don't know this ninja you used to get out your car and turn your car off and the carburetor and shit be running the whole engine be zoom and the car be wobbling and wiggling like this you close the door what up everybody in the carburetor in the car just boom zoom zoom <laughs> right <laughs> ninja you park on the yep that's the 80s you just park on the grass they didn't even have no curb. It was just, it was just barely a sidewalk in the in the street. <laughs> right? Who remember that shit? Do they still do that? Put the Stankin' Lincoln and the Cadillac Coupe de Ville on the lawn and shit. That's how they used to do in Atlanta when I used to go in the 80s and the 90s. He said they still do that in Mississippi. That's again proving my point, right? <laughs> That's the Proving my point that it wasn't a big city for very long. A lot of you guys have been born. Atlanta's a big area in Miami. These are small, small, small cities. They're nice tourism spots. <laughs> car backfire. Boom. And you don't even have the car started. The key is in your pocket. And the car's backfiring and fucking shimmying over here. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, yo, anyway, shout out to y'all. Do y'all still do that? Y'all still do that in Atlanta? He said it's called tailgating. Shout out to everybody in the South. Y'all catching wreck today. I love y'all, though. I love y'all. Let me see if I got some more. We going to get on with it. Okay, yeah, let's do some Super Chats. We got uh, two more segments if you want to hang in here. 30-year-old 30, 30 dating and struggling. These are women struggling at dating in their 30s. And then the main event, men obsessed with toxic women. Oh, man. Oh, man. They used to call, let me see if I, if I can think about it. The area in downtown, uh, the area in Atlanta, at the, the underground. Is it, do they still have the underground in Atlanta? Am I tripping? Y'all might still have it. They used to call it the underground in Atlanta. Is that still a thing or no? That was in the 90s, though. That was in the 90s when I was in Atlanta, and I was still, like, in high school. But they used to be like, go down to the underground. Do they still have that in Atlanta? Shout out to all my Atlanta people out here. Uh, we got no government name. Thank you, brother, for being here again. Long time, brother. 
All right, we got two or three more here. Uh, there's still the other ground in Atlanta. They still got it. I bet you it's a lot of San Francisco's down there. Is it a lot of San Francisco? Uh, no government name. Oh, man, they still down there. Is the underground dead now? Oh, the underground's no more, okay. It fell way off. See, now you know I know about Atlanta. Now you know I know about Atlanta. Not even the young people know about Atlanta, all right? I mean, underground. Not even the young people know about it. All right, so the underground been dead. Okay, hey, don't blame me. That's when I was, when I used to go to Atlanta, that was the spot. Tell these young brothers out here what they used to do at down at the underground, all right? All right, where we at here? No government name says, I don't know if you stated this before. He says, but I'm thinking about donating my spism to fix the birth rate problem rather than impregnating random women. He says, if starting families is the only solution, then uh, there are things that need to change and be removed. Yeah, I would not. Well, you know, I would not try to donate sperm either you could get caught up that way too <laughs> i know old atlanta hey i've been to atlanta in the new times i've been to atlanta in the new times trust me i've been in there i've been in there in the 2000s and the 20 teens i'm just saying how old i've been how long ago i've been there i've been there recently i've been there recently actually there was a family reunion i was just recently there in atlanta now i will say i was in and out of there But I had, well, I still got family in Atlanta. I got a lot of family in Atlanta. All right, shout out to the Jimmy ZTT says, just a small token for the fire knowledge you've been dropping since the new year. He says, now that I've acknowledged you. Acknowledge me. Shout out to you. I acknowledge you. Shout out to the coach gang. I was in Atlanta one time. I actually had a couple of white girls in Atlanta that I used to see in coming Georgia pause. Yes. And uh, I used to go through Atlanta. I used to, I've been to Atlanta through a rainstorm that was of epic proportions. It was the worst rainstorm I had ever been through. It was in the summer in Atlanta, which is not where you want to go. Uh, I had just left clucks or what, what is the chicken spot where you can get uh chicken? I can't remember uh, what it's called. Anyway, where you could get the Texas toast. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, I'll think about it. It was a little fast food joint. But uh, I just left there. I'm in some country-ass area trying to go see some white girl in Georgia. <laughs> All right. And there was literally no rain. Then, you know how in the South, you Southern brothers right here, the sky opened up, and I ain't never seen rain like this in my life. Zaxby's that's exactly what it was it was Zaxby's I just left Zaxby's all right I got me my Texas toast and my fucking chicken strips I left Zaxby's I'm driving around I'm in some country town trying to go see a white girl in Georgia all right and the sky opened up and if you ever lived in the south I lived in Louisiana this happens if you ever lived in the south it's the calm before the storm <laughs> freaking a dark cloud moved in. And the sky said, kaboom. I couldn't see a damn thing. I'm driving. I can't see anything. It's raining cats and dogs. Ninja, I'm like, wow. 
<laughs> I was like, I'm going to crash. Like, what the hell? How do you drive through this shit? I couldn't see nothing. I had to pull. I had to pull over. I was like, uh-uh. And it was thundering and lightning. Kaboom! I mean, I was like, uh-uh. I'm getting out of the South. This is crazy. The South has the most ridiculous rainstorms of anywhere. Californians, you people on the West Coast don't know what rain is until you go down South. <laughs> right? The sky got black. It was light outside, and then it was dark outside. And it was raining cats and dogs. I was like, this is the biggest raindrops I've ever seen in my life. All right, anyway. <laughs> they was like, don't go see that white girl. All right. <laughs> All right. I was like, no mas. All right, shout out to uh, Eduardo. Shout out to you. He says, Senior Adams, keep up the good work. He says, Eddie, Ed from New Jersey. He says, you always keep me company on the road at night. Shout out to you, and I think you're a truck driver. I appreciate you for taking the time to pull over and send that message. All right, don't go to the south in the summer, all right, because they rain. Their rain is, like, angry. Uh, somebody said this every day in Florida. Somebody said, oh, I need money with the sponsorship. Shout out to y'all, brothers. He says, yesterday's vetting questions were fire. He says, like the balance. Thank you, brother. I'm trying to be more balanced. Yeah. Shout out to your boy, Scoop. Thank you for being here again and again. Thank you for the support. Crookshire Entertainment says, can you do a tournament of best clips? Hmm, That could be interesting. All right. I need money came in again. Says, you missed my last message, CGA. It's the weekend. I just caught up to it. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right. I caught up to it. Shout out to uh, Tony T. He says, I'm not a plumber, but I can fix that leak. <laughs> All right. You want to fix their leaks? Shout out to Mo Mark. Thank you, coach. We going to get through it. Dado says, $5 holla, coach. Appreciate the support, man, for the edutainment. You keep it going. All right. We got half space. We'll travel, coach. Uh, she's Goku. That's why she eats so much. That's why she eats so much. And she got a big, thick neck. Shout out to our brother here. Uh, Ninja, you banned from the ATL now. That's our brother, St. John. Joseph St. John says, I can't come to the ATL without checking in. And he also says, don't get jumped by uh, Duke, the shoot, Duke shooter ninjas in ATL. You not going to save me? Or are you going to let me get beat up by the Duke shooting ninjas in the ATL? I be staying away from them ninjas, man. They be wearing high heels and, and capri pants down there, ninja. Them ninjas different down there. Couple more, we gonna get back to the show. I promise you. Okay. Somebody said that is a tornado war weather. Yeah, and I lived in the Midwest, and they would have tornado warnings. They would have crazy rain as well in the Midwest, and tornado warnings, and it would be ominous. I mean, the sky is ominous. California West Coast people, you ain't seen no thunder and rain like the midwest and the south south no government name fanny andrew gilliam alan bragg now cheryl swoops is it me or are ninjas taking cash to be racial distractions yes we call those people agents of chaos yes macaroni tony speaking of island country soon as hawaii put a female come i can't pronounce that leader they got annexed and faced imperialism by the U.S. If you study Polynesian history, the story of Hawaii is insane. All right. So um, 
I actually like history, but if you study history about Polynesian people and you look at the cap, the, um, the colonialism of the world, colonizing of the world, that's why they call them the colonizer. All right. It's attributed to the European white folk, if you will. Um, how they got over on Hawaii is an amazing story. All right. Uh, the Polynesian history in Hawaii goes back thousands of years, um, similarly to the native people here in America and the First Nation people in Canada. The colonizers, the colonial period of 1600, really 1500 to current times, you're now witnessing, you're now witnessing the end of colonialism. That's what you're seeing. And if you want to figure it out, that's what you're experiencing. You're 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 seeing the end of colonialism with mass immigration, you know, people, the white power structure, the colonization of all of these lands, including Hawaii and stuff. That's what you're seeing. Is the in my opinion, that's what I would call it. And if you went a thousand years ahead, that's what they would call this time period from fifteen hundred to two thousand. That would be colonialism, and now we're at the end of colonialism. Now we're into, we're into one world government, global, global governing of people. New, 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 new world order. Now that doesn't mean white people are going to lose power. We're just in a one world government now. That's where we're in. All right, where everybody's going to be led by a few. And uh, if you think this is not happening, and you think it's any different than that happened by the little mustache man, right? That's basically what they're doing. They're taking over the people. Uh, but you didn't hear that from me. You didn't hear that from me. New, 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 new world order. Uh, if you wanted to kind of sum it up, that's what we're going to do. But we're experiencing it every day. So it doesn't seem obvious. But if you reflect on it, if we look back and marched 80 years ahead and went back and looked, that's exactly what we're doing. Uh, shout out to Chris A. He says, hey, enjoy the weekend, coach. Much love and respect to you and the coach gang gang. It's always different when you're an experience in the real time. Trying. But look at the Polynesian people in Hawaii. It's an amazing story. Actually, when I was in Maui, um, I learned a lot about the Polynesian people. Uh, if you're ever in Hawaii in the uh, Oahu, go to the Polynesian Cultural Center. You'll learn a lot. But even then, uh, take a trip up to the, to the Black Sands up in Maui in Hana. You'll learn about the Polynesian people. Very, very incredible story about that and then when you see what hawaii has become hawaii hawaii it's crazy uh no government name sd last one says coach my sister is moving back to the city and she asked could she stay with me for two weeks i said nope go work uber eats until you can save up enough for your own apartment thank you for the daily knowledge and that's an actual fact that's an actual fact guys hey guys this is a sense as you men he's established his sister um is trying to reestablish herself in a new city she probably made some mistakes she's running from uh hoism she's running from hoism she's coming back and then she's gonna ask him to stay for two weeks guys do not let relatives stay for two weeks don't do it don't do it say no nope no 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 because what's gonna happen is she's gonna freaking move in on you and you're going to want to get rid of her, and she's going to invoke her family privilege. And then you're not going to kick me out. Then she ain't going to be working. She's going to be up on with her feet stinking, all up under your furniture, smelling like corn nuts. She's going to be trying to move niggas in and fucking. She's going to be doing you. Well, you fucking here. This is my house. Dude, do not let these people stay. <laughs> Don't let them stay. Kick them out because two weeks turns into two months, and two months turns into two years. Do not do it. 
Don't let her rest her head for three days. Don't do it. Brothers, I'm letting you know. I'm warning you. Do not let relative, adult relatives do not do it, guys. Tell her no. <laughs> oh, you gonna do that to family? Tell her no. I'm set. I'm telling you, brothers, you're gonna be you're gonna be glad you did it. You're gonna be glad you did it. Let's get back to the show. Thirty dating and struggling. These we're gonna hear from thirty year old women. Thirty. I bet you she a single mammy too. Smoking weed. Yeah, Pookie smoking weed. Who this nigga in my house? All, all while you at work? Hell no. Hell no. All right, so we got 30-year-old women struggling and dating. Let's get to it. We got this woman here who's going to say, I think I featured her before. I don't know where I've seen her before, but I've actually had her on the show before. As a girl who is 30 and single and has been on the dating apps for a while now trying to figure it all out, I feel like you either fall into one of two categories during your 30s. Either you are settling down, you are getting married, and you are having kids, or you are like me and you are trying to find someone with whom to do that with. And so you find yourself on these random dates with random people on a Wednesday night trying to figure out if you like them or not. I feel like for me, I am really trying to change and shift my mindset with dating. And so lately I have found myself telling my friends and telling myself to feel what it feels like when I'm on a date with this person. Instead of being in my head thinking, Oh my God, he's so attractive. Oh my God, it's so cool that he has this or he has that. Oh my God, he's so smart. I no longer focusing on that. I'm no longer ruminating in my head. I am just feeling what my nervous system feels like when I am with this person. Do I feel safe? Is my stomach turning? Like what is happening when I am with this person? And that is my indication for whether I want to see this person again or not. Yo, yo, this is why I tell you, dating's not for old people. And yes, 30 is old. I know you guys think you're children. Dating is not for 30, 30 up, 30 and up. Y'all don't need to be dating. You're going on, she's a serial dater, date after date. And let me feel, I'm trying to look for the one. Your standard list go up high. And these women are dating, struggling, trying to figure out, well, after I figured it out, I'm in my 30s. Did she say she's in her 30s or 30? Single over 30. I don't think she specified uh, that at all. But <laughs> check out this comment. This is what I'm talking about. Wh who is dating for? This woman says, yes, as a 40-something. Oh, it gets worse. Having been married twice. Man, I'm telling you, brothers. These people don't know what they're doing. All right, you should not be dating. And then gone through dating apps. Well, now with someone, I just feel emotionally safe around okay that means and that's you and laugh with and have chemistry with that's all it does not matter what they look like on paper okay yeah and that's you. reminds me uh that this was the point of feminism we don't need to marry someone to be financially secure or independent oh boy and that's you whoever that sucker that married her what the hell bro Again, there's a lot of lonely people out here. There's a lot of lonely people out here just floundering around, figuring it out, floating around. <laughs> right there. Um, when it comes to women, 30 plus is old. Men are like, well, what about me? Guys, you're just getting started. You're in, but when you're 34, you're the equivalent of a 20-year-old woman. <laughs> right. Your clock is ticking too, did you? But look, 
when you're 34 as a man, you're, you're, you're experiencing the life of a 24-year-old woman. That's what you're experiencing, okay? Because things start to get easier. You know, you have awareness. People start doing things. People, Women start being interested in you. Women that weren't interested in you are interested in you now, all right? Uh, they're looking to be power couples. Women looking to move in with your ass. Uh, women open their legs quicker than they did when you were 24, all right, for the majority of men. All of a sudden, you can get sex a lot easier than you did before. Only thing that changed is you matured. Okay? So now, here's the reality. For a woman, she's just too advanced. She don't know what she's looking for. So now, she's just using her central nervous system. <laughs> like, I'm going to use my central nervous system to guide. Ah, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? These people, man, are goofy to me. And they don't know how to date properly. I always ask you, and I told you what dating comes from. Where dating comes from. You don't know how to date. Who taught you how to date? Ladies, I know you're listening to me. Gentlemen, listen to me. Who taught you how to date? Did your parents take you aside? All right, young Sally. This is how you're going to date. Did your parents, did your dad take you to the side? All right, Johnny. All right, this is how you date. Did your pastor? They probably tried to, and you didn't want to hear none of that shit. I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. You learn how to date from fucking movies. That's how you learn how to date. TV shows, R&B music. That's how you learn how to date. Nobody learned the proper way to do it. And so now you're participating in what we call prostitution and trying to make it work. Then trying to hold the Punani ransom. And then this is trying to screw women over, right, by playing with their heart and selling them a dream. Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, women learn how to date from pretty woman, where they can be whores and then selected by the top high value man, just out of nowhere. Sweep me off my feet. He should be able to sweep me off my feet. <laughs> this is crazy. This is goofiness. And so they wonder why they 30 and floundering. Now I got to use my central nervous system now instead of my punani. <laughs> instead of getting throttled by Chad's and Tyrone's and Chad's and all this shit. <laughs> this is crazy, man. Yo, man, these people are weird. Y'all some weirdos, man. All right, we got another one right here. Ariana Grande, uh, Ariana Grande looking chick. All right, what does she have to say? She says, point of view, you're almost 30, single and dating literally anywhere. What? Okay, all right. Dating, dating literally anywhere. Is that what you meant? I just feel like as a single woman dating in general that like it's not too much to ask if you like dogs and are not particularly religious you maybe lean a certain way politically but don't talk about it every fucking day um don't have a history of addiction like your family and get along with them and don't have insane traumatic mommy issues have a job that you do enjoy and financially stable and then haven't cheated on any of your exes i just feel like that's pretty basic but I don't know. I guess not because I have yet to meet somebody who passes all seven requirements. That's all. And that's you. She seems like a fun time. Boy, she seems so exciting. This is why I'd be at the junior college. This woman's almost 30 and her life is in the dumpster. Her expectations. The bar has dropped to pure hell. All right, she's dropped the pit. She dropped the hell, but she don't raise the standards up. All you have to be is. And she's been throttled out here. You already know she's been penetrated to the max. 
her insides pushed to her esophagus. Like, <laughs> this is what we doing, bro. Uh, find my ass at the junior college. 30, it's over. Look, let me just let me just tell you what's going on here. This is nature's way of saying game over. Now, you can go out there and eventually you'll settle like that previous comment that I read. I finally found after 40, turning 44 and two divorces, I end up settling. That's basically what the previous comment said. All right, there it is right there, right there. As a 40-something and having been married twice and getting ran through on dating apps. All right, now I found someone. Now with someone I feel emotionally safe with, I settled. That's basically what she's saying right there. I settled after getting fucked up my whole damn dating life. My whole romantic life is is screwed. I settled. So this is what you're going to have to do, too. You're going to settle. All right, because the guy you're waiting for, the mystery guy that you cannot find, ain't coming anytime soon. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. And here's the funny part. Boy, does she seem like a piece of joy. Look at this woman. Alcoholic. All right, she's still in somewhat good shape. I get that neck. All right, but she seems like pure joy to go out on a date with. With her low expectation, having ass. All right, here we go. I just feel like as a single woman dating in general, that like, it's not too much to ask if you like. It's not too, just too much to ask. Hey, when, you, when they say that, they're basically saying, okay, how hard is it to find a guy that matches up with me? Extremely hard. In fact, you were presented with all your choices from age 15 to 25. That's where your choices were. But you thought, maybe I could do better. Now you're saying, how hard is it? Extremely hard. You just decrease your chances. And now you're going to have to settle. That's what you're going to do. You're going to be doing the Bill, Mary, and Wild Things. They'll settle. <laughs> I'm going to have to pull it up. Anybody seen Wild Things? All right. See you at the club. Bill Murray was rubbing that file on his chest. Talking about, they'll settle. <laughs> it was like in the car. Oh, I think he was driving in the car. They'll settle. He was driving in Miami. Or Tampa Bay, wherever the hell they was at. Oh, you'll settle. That's what you're going to do. Find somebody to settle with. It's a rap already. It's a rapski. <laughs> but she's still looking for Prince Charming. But what you're going to do is settle. You'll find somebody. You'll settle, though. <laughs> here we go right here. All right. Uh, we got another one. Boy, look at these people, man. Lifeless. This is what you call dead on the inside. Dead on the inside. And by the way, brother, I mean, she looking like she looking like she played volleyball in high school. Have some thick eyebrows. But let's hear what this pure piece of joy has to say. Uh, if, if, are there any white women that watch me? Please don't try to pull this. I'm a date until I'm 40 bullshit. Y'all don't got that much time. Your shelf life is short. All right. What does the Miss Incredible Hulk have to say here? It was this crazy pressure that I put on myself throughout my 20s and that I felt like culture was putting on me that I had to be having as much sex as possible. I had to be going out on as many dates as possible. I had to be capitalizing on taking advantage of my appeal as much as possible because time was running out. Now that I've crossed the threshold, that I've turned 30 and I'm officially in my 30s, that pressure has stopped completely. There's a freedom there's oh. a comfort oh, here we that go. comes with that that I think has contributed mm. 
to why at 30, I feel far and away better than I ever have. And actually people's reception of me has been better than it ever has been. There was this crazy pressure that I put on myself throughout my 20s and that I felt like culture was putting on me that I had to be having as much as possible. I had to be going out on as many dates as possible. I she fell for it. <laughs> she fell for it. Uh, it says right here, it's funny to me. Now, let me just tell you something, gentlemen. <laughs> she writes books. I'm going to tell you a telltale sign. Even men use this. Yeah, she coping. She coping. She cope talking. Somebody got it. She ran through, right? So it was funny. It was pressure for me to find a mate and get ran through and clap cheeks. All right. But she starts off, anybody that starts off is funny to me how they know they did fucking wrong. All right. And now they're trying to cope and talk stuff. All right. Uh, you know, it's funny to me that I even hear men saying that. Oh, it's funny how they're just trying to trigger gas, like deflect. <laughs> and she says, it's funny to me that society, it's not funny to you. It's funny to me that society makes women think that they expire at 30. So much of my anxiety and self-doubt has melted away just from not having to worry about whether or not I'm doing my 20s correctly anymore. And it makes me feel like my life is just beginning. <laughs> this ninja said, what's your body count? Oh, ninja. Hey, man, be careful. This woman, let's extinguish this idea that women expire ever. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah. Ah. Now, let's just make our own rules up. Let's just do how we feel like we doing it. Let's just play our own game. And then make the men do what we want them to do. They have to come to us. We have the JJ, So we'll make our own rules up. Forget nature. Forget God. Forget Father time, forget all of that. Forget the biological window. Forget our biological clock. Let's throw all that shit in there. Forget about the devil. Forget. Let's just do <laughs> what this means in effect is it's over. I mean, let's just be honest right here. Game over. Yeah, let's just change reality. Forget it. Forget all the thousands of years. Let's change history. Let's rewrite history. Let's make our own rules. That's what she's saying. And that's what the women are saying. That, yeah, yeah, forget about the idea of expiring at 30. Nah, we ain't going to do that. Why? Because I feel... <laughs> I feel like my life is just beginning. I feel comfortable with myself. I feel confident. Now, this is a reality for women. I'm going to just tell you. Yeah, Delulu is the Salulu. What she's saying is, I've expired. But I feel like I haven't because things have gotten easier for me. Meaning that, I'm comfortable in my own skin, which is a reality. Some women become comfortable in their own skin and they're able to be more sexy. And you will experience this with women who are 40. They've had three kids. Their stomach looks like balled up homework. Their skin is blotchy, little saggy arms, teacher arms. But they'll come out sexy as a motherfucker. And dudes will be like, coach, see, she hasn't hit the wall. She looks sexy. And I say, well, she, she has sex appeal. She has sex appeal. I've never said women hit the wall and they're no longer sexy. Women can be sexy to me 
I think women can be sexy and you can be attracted to them or you could be, they could look sexy and you not be attractive. Sexy is a quality that doesn't mean you have high value. That means you have sex appeal. I might be able to do something with you. Now, when I get them clothes off, I know this shit going to look like a train wreck. Now, the reality of what she feels is she feels comfortable in her own skin. And that's what she said. And that's true of older women because they knew they realize their flaws. They accept their flaws. It's similar to me as well. I'm comfortable with who I am. You might not be. And then you're like, why are you so confident? I'm comfortable with who I am. I know I can't change who I am. That's what she says. I can't change who I am. However, the, the story still remains. You're still expired. Like, <laughs> you still are that. You can't, you can't get away from it. You can't run away from it. That the majority of men, especially the men that you probably are attracted to, they probably consider you expired. That doesn't mean you're not sexy, that you're not any of these things, that you can't be made use of for a long time or a short time. But you can't run away from that. Can't run away from that and just extend the clock just because you feel like it. But, of course, some women are doing this. Now, I'm saying again, and let me be clear, when you talk about expire, hit the wall, all of these concepts that have been left over women, when you, when you hear these things, people automatically say, you don't find her attractive? You don't think she's sexy? You wouldn't hit? As if that is the standard related to selecting a partner at the highest value, if you will. If that is where she is, dudes, dudes have hidden way worse. Dudes are out here trying to find the wheelchair girl that I shared. Dudes are hitting and banging 400-pound women. Just because a person says there's a wall, there's a leftover status, there's an expiration date, doesn't mean that there's not sexually anything that you could do with them. There's stuff that can be done. But when you start comparing yourself to the marketplace, yes, selection is here. You pass that expiration date. It's not even that hard to figure out. I passed the expiration date in, for all intents and purposes on my side. I'm approaching it, passing it, and it's behind me. It's behind me. So these things they're trying to run away from. Let's distinguish this idea that women expire ever. Baby, that would be Mother Nature's problem and Father Time. It's more a Father Time issue. It's a father time issue. You cannot run away with it. You cannot run away from it. That's just trying to change reality. And I think feminism has allowed these women to just try to change reality up on it because, again, we're the ones making the choice. And you're like, no, nah, you can't make the choice. You don't have a choice. We'll just, just take what you have because I'm valuable according to me. I wouldn't even do that. That's, that's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, we got one more woman here. She says, and of course, these are all from the Caucasus Mountain women. Uh, what does she have to say? Girl wanted two men and her and you laid it up on a platter for her. And I just love that. It is so beautiful when partners are willing to listen and hear your fantasy. They also are into it as well. Like that, that really helps if it's not boundary crossing for them. If, if maybe they had lots of conversations about it, maybe they talked about certain rules or things that make them nervous. Really having those conversations ahead of time is so important. But then the fact that you found someone and surprised her with that is just so beautiful. I love that. Your girl wanted two men and her and you 
plated it up on a platter for her and trying all the humanity bruh now this is another reason why the older women thing pops up because they start participating in shit like this partner do partner the term partner is a red ass flag that's a red flag of somebody who is settled for you and that's you doesn't have any much attraction y'all just kind of like roommates with benefits and then even then you know what i mean it's like some progressive bullshit where y'all can do what you want but then you still a goofy ass cuck or a simp or you still blue pill beta you're the gentleman caller you're doing all the things here for this ran through expired woman and then all of a sudden they're trying to back like act like you're in a relationship now she's also saying oh you're doing this she wanted to get ran through and have an orgy <laughs> okay Trying. all right and you laid it up for her good for you you're such a good partner man are you crazy these people are nuts <laughs> beautiful look man listen i don't need to be in a partnership with any of these people man so i said the, the word everybody is looking for is cuckety cuck cluck cluck What is this amoral trash? If your girl wants two men and her, then show her the door because she is not your girl. Pretty obvious. And you know what? It says right here, beautiful when your partner support your fantasies and vice versa. It opens up a new level in the relationship and the communication after it just is magical. It's just magical. Brothers, man, I tell you, bro. These people out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> Don't email me. Hit me up on Locals. That's the only place I check for content that you want to send me. Locals. And it's free. Now, here's what they're doing today. You got normal plain Jane women. Again, this is an example. I tell you, plain Janes be out here doing some freaky shit. Uh, of course, when women are exposed to sex early and they do it often, they often cannot be stimulated on a regular way. So then they have to. Older women have to engage in some some not typical stuff this is what happens when you have promiscuity this is why people don't like women with high body counts because they tend to start escalating as you invest in them and then they're like well i want to kind of have a thing that i used to do in college i hope you understand and you're my partner and you i settled for you and i made a i actually i actually did you a favor by being with you and that's you and then all of a sudden she's bringing these things in and i don't mind those type of lifestyles but again i'm not gonna be in a relationship with a woman like this you don't have to be that but some dudes are desperate as well now, what they're doing now is they put their little voice on, they put their ASMR voice, and they make it sound nice. Now, if a black woman was doing this, she would just be jumping up there like, Trying. all right, and then y'all be calling her all kind of names. But other races of women doing it, and they just soften it up. Oh, you know, our partner's feeling like it's just it's just a, a wonderful thing, and he, and he supported my family. And it, bruh, she should have just said, Trying. <laughs> That's what she should have said. <laughs> the fuck? But they do their soft little voice and they make it sound like, oh, and they'll put some music in the background. And then they make it sound like, oh, yeah. And I just love that. It is so beautiful when partners are willing to listen. <laughs> That's crazy, man. <laughs> That is crazy. Passive aggressive way to say I'm a schizoid. That's all she is. 
And skeezoids, you can't turn skeezoids into housewives. Just be a skeezer. Why do you got to need a partner? <laughs> but they try to have the best of both worlds right here. Like, oh, you know, I just want my fantasies to be listened to. I'm glad you hear me. I'm glad you open. These are these spiritual chicks, bro. And hear your fantasy. They also are into it as well. They're into it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Partners is a red flag. Like that, that really helps if it's not boundary crossing for them. If, if maybe they had lots of conversations about it. Yeah, that's that pseudo scientist uh, therapy talk on the boundaries aren't crossed and you've talked about it and escalated the, you know, when these, they, they, they clearly been the counseling and therapy for their, their issues. And look at her eyes. She definitely been zooted and probably have done lines of coca in her past. Maybe they talked about certain rules or things that make them nervous. Really having those conversations ahead of time is so having those conversations ahead of time to unpack the past issues and traumas related to your past cuckery and my past slurry. So important. But then the fact that you found someone and surprised her with that. Surprised her with it. Surprised her with a train. And that's you. Surprised her with the train yang. Train yang. <laughs> oh, man. Partner, I'll tell you, this is some reading rainbow shit. It's just so beautiful. I love that. Oh, You're oh, it's so beautiful. I love that. It's so beautiful. Oh, my God. I love that. See, you know, the suburban community learns passive aggressive ways and they use language and lingo to make you think that, like if you didn't understood what she said, you would think she was saying the most nice, pleasant thing about love. Right. You would think she was telling you about a Bible verse if you didn't really just pay attention to what she said. You would be like, oh, OK, uh, yeah. Oh, love will be eternally together. You would think she was telling you something directly from the Bible by just listening to her. And she talking about orgies. Trying. <laughs> she talking about making, yeah, OnlyFans content. Like you wouldn't even even known it until you paid attention to it. That is crazy. Now, when I tell her the reason why this is interesting, the reason why this is interesting is because there was a time when I grew up that's debatable, but there was a time where men were considered dogs, animals, beasts, like pieces of shit, lame, dirty Johnson for even thinking about any of these things. And this was 15 years ago where if you were like, oh, you know what, honey, I think it will be wonderful if you have the babysitter come over and we can role play and I can clap the hell out of her cheeks. Trying. Because you don't know how to present it. You don't know how to present it. You know, I think it'd be wonderful if we had some ethical non-monogamy and I had a girl on the side and I supported you and gave you all of this structure in love and harmony. And I went over there for three nights a week where I had my own studio apartment where I can have a love nest. <laughs> like you'd be considered the worst human being on earth. How would you suggest a certain thing that is not love? Now these women jumping out here. I think the harmony of the uh, presence as we unpack our past traumas and go into our thoughtery. Uh, what we can do is experience the love and you be open to being a beta male cuck. Like, <laughs> like if we ever just insinuated that we wanted some side peace leave, 
They thought we were the worst. Now they're like ethically non-monogamy. And what we do is we're just switching partners, but we're letting each other know you can have your partner here and you can sit in the corner shivering and watching me getting my punani throttled. <laughs> right? These people are sick. They're sick with it. And they're not playing a fair game. Right, this is, they're not playing a fair game. That's why you did just got to stand on your square. As they say in Atlanta, you got to stand on business. Y'all need to start standing on business with these people, man. I got some super chats and we got the main event coming up. Thank you for sticking around. Hit them like buttons in the building. Hit them like buttons. Hit them like buttons. They playing an unfair game, uncivilized, filthy dogs. That's what they are playing this game with y'all. And some dudes are so desperate, they'll go for it. Shout out to Kevin Simmons. He says, appreciate the edutainment as always, coach. What's up for the weekend, my ninjas? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right. Then they want you to get into a relationship with them as a partner and then have no leverage at all. This is a sick game they're playing. Shout out to Deshaun Rose says, for the show, coach, and bail money if you need it. Thank you, brother. I'll need it. Scoop. Or Scope says lessons on the lesson on plantation politics was insightful. Keep cooking and have a great weekend, Coach. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? I keep on nigga? calling you Scoop, but it's Scope. It's Scope. I think I got a couple over here. Then I'll jump over there. You can get with this and you can get with that. I think I got two over here and then I'll get to the Super Chats. Shout out to Ricky R is in the building. Respect, Coach. He says when you... uh. Talking females, he says, best that young men listen up. I'm 58 and know firsthand that you're talking real. As a matter of fact, shout out to my old OGs out there. We're telling you real shit. We're telling you the realest stuff. We've seen women translate transfer into their four stages. If you're 58, you've seen women, women evolved into the four stages of womanhood. People are like, what is that? The four stages of womanhood. Number one, stage number one is definitely going to be, well, let me just say this. Adolescence is a very important time specifically for women, all right, because they are entering into a time period where their development is going to be vital. Unfortunately, we cannot get around this. Some of them start to menstruate, which means that's a sign that they can carry children. Sometimes people can use this over civilizations as a time to pick them, but now we use that as a time for them to be whores and get education. Mm. Now, before that development period, they're going to be more like the boys, right? They're going to be not, uh, they're going to be not dissimilar from boys, but as they get to this, they're going to start to reach some maturation process that will require them to mature faster, AKA mature faster because they have more to lose and they have more on the line. Young men, not so much. So they can be immature for a lot longer. Up until that point, that age 12, their ID, their id, their ego, their personality is pretty much set. It's not going to change. She's just going to go through stages of development, which we want you to recognize, which is early adolescence. 13, her personality set. She is who she is. She's still on a mission of self-discovery. She's not going to hit her discovery until the second stage, but the first stage is her early adolescence, 13 to 18. 
more like 13 to 20. Then you have early adulthood, 18, 19, 20, into going into 30. Then the middle ages. Yes, it's the middle ages. Middle ages, 30 to 44. Then advanced ages, which you can dissect into two, which is going to be 44 and on. But then you can say 44 to 60, 60 to 80. But there's these stages that they're going to go through. They're going to metamorphose into different women on each stage. Mm. Now, people don't realize this because you think 30 is the new 20. No, 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 no. What, what their life and what's on the line is going to be in each one of these stages. You got early adolescence. She can get pregnant and she has a lot to lose there. 18 to 30. This is when you start building families and marriage. We push that down the line. We kick that down to the middle ages. But she's a different woman in that adolescence than in that family building stage, early adulthood. Then when you get in the middle ages, early middle ages, 30 to 44. Today, these women want to start families and get you buckling down and come off the cock carousel and get married. Some women get divorced, start over their life back into early adulthood. These people are going cuckoo. They don't know what they're doing. They're just playing God. Then after 44, when they were really expired, they're like 40s, the new 20. They're going 40 back to 20. Mm. <laughs> These people are going, they're not treating their lives the way they need to be treating it. Instead of going 40, 44 to 60, them bitches coming back to 20 and starting their life over after trying to act like they're uh, as in their when they were twenty, they're trying to act like they were forty. So they beat these people crazy, man. It's crazy. And by the way, it's not working out for them. What they need and require are suckers to fall for that. You got to be a sucker to fall for some shit like that, because it ain't real. They go through their menstrual cycle, early adolescence, then family building, twenties. Early adulthood, that's when they transition out of the, the eight. The kids should be reach an age of maturity. Now they can be functional adults. They can work, build a career after the family building. Then it goes into menopause where their fertility ends and uh, late adulthood begins. But they done flipped it up and they even put it in a bag and put it in the lamb lottery hopper. <laughs> and the only reason they're doing that is why why is the only reason they're doing this and there's one word it begins with an f and ends with an l there's two e's in the middle feel they feel like doing it that's the only reason they're doing it they feel like them rules shouldn't apply they feel like they shouldn't have to get married and have kids and they feel like just changing the rules. I feel like we don't have to follow that shit. I feel like it's a different time. Oh boy. And it's screwing everything up just to let you know. Caitlin says women are better at dating than maintaining relationships. I said this before 99, 95% of women are sex only chicks. And, and I think it's true because I think most people that you're finding today are experts at beginning relationships not maintaining relationships you don't have many people that are popular talking about maintaining a relationship the most popular podcasters 
are only talking about the point where you meet a person, you fuck a person, and then it ends or it or something else goes. Nobody's talking about year three to 40. Nobody's talking about that shit. In fact, you couldn't even build an audience talking about how to keep a relationship going from year three to 40. It's all this dating, mating, fucking bullshit. That's all it is. <laughs> That's all it is. The ins and outs, women dating 20 and 30 men in a calendar year. Remember I showed you that? Oh, I dated 48 men this year, and they fucking going through the whole chart. Ain't nobody talking about how to stay in a relationship. Nobody. Nobody. Now, here's the funny thing about it. I actually, my emphasis is that time period. This is why I stayed away from game, cold approach, uh, mouthpiece. I stayed away from the importance of that is because, Ninja, everybody can do all of that shit. We, we seem the master being able to mate and fuck and do all. We got that down. In and out, screwing multiple people. This is men and women. We seem to got that down. You know what we haven't gotten down? Marriage and divorce. We ain't got that shit down. Nobody want to even take a good look at that. Co-parenting. Nobody wants to even talk about that. Child support, alimony, the reality of your kids living out of a backpack, a.k.a. the marriage will. As a matter of fact, that's where my emphasis has been. I'm like, hey, y'all trying to get to this point. I'm like, what happens when you get to the relationship? It's complete dysfunction. That's where it seems to break down. Y'all can get in bed with each other, no problem. The women are using sex to get love. The men are using love to get sex. Men are lying to women. Women are lying to men. Y'all guys are just doing prostitution and tricking, but then you think you're not. That's what you're engaging in. I'm telling you, it's never going to work this way. Then when you get into the relationship, then because you prostituted and tricked your way into the relationship, then you wonder why it don't work. Well, because she was a whore and you were a trick. That's what happened. And now y'all trying to make love and romance out of something that never was there. She engaged in whoring. You engaged in tricking. That's what happened. And now you're trying to find out why, why the love fell apart. But the love is going to fall apart. Nobody's talking about that part. All it is is when the woman, when it falls apart for the woman, she blames the guy. When it falls apart for the man, he blames the system. <laughs> anyway. But everybody's good at just dating. Nobody's good at maintaining relationships. Not even marriages are being maintained today. No, they're not. So getting a woman is somewhat relatively easy. It's extremely easier at this point. I mean, who can't get a woman? Guys are like, I can't get a woman. Because you a sucker for love ass ninja. Watch this. Damn, my wallet's not here because I was going to make a point. Guys, if you want to get a woman, get $300 from your ATM. You can get almost any woman you think you can't get. 300 bucks. $300. You can get a woman to go meow right now. Hot and ready. Right there. Right now. They're monetized. Ninja's like, that's tricking. You've been tricking the entire time, Ninja. You spent three hundred dollars. You you spent three hundred dollars on two dates and didn't get no pussy. So what are you talking about? 
get a fistful of 20 and you'll have her meowing right now. But I wanted to like me, right? She's not there to like you. She's there for you to like her. <laughs> and as a result, she'll get things, stuff, trips, dinners, lunches. <laughs> Y'all wild as hell. I don't want to do 300. Ninja, I want 40. Go to Figueroa, $40 holla. You can go to the jerk shack, get you a nut, an Asian woman to jerk you real good. $40 and make a milkshake and you be good. <laughs> so that's dude you can get a girl is that what you want i wanted to love me you know like dude there's no saving you there's no saving you there's no saving you how long do you want the love how long do you want the love you want the love how long do you want it two years that'll cost you 50 grand Fifty grand. She'll love you long time, ninja. She'll love you a long time. What kind of fuck you? Be? If you want to go to Thailand, it'll cost you four grand. She'll love you for as long as you're there. What kind of fuck you give me? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's certainly coach. Not all women are like that. Okay, dude. Right now, if I took forty grand, I could have me a woman living right here, loving me to death. Until that 40 grand ran out. And I'd be like, you know what? I lost my job. And it looks like uh, I'm getting evicted from my house. Guess what's going to happen to her? <laughs> but y'all some cheap ass ninjas. The reality is, as enough about these women. You men are cheap. That's what it is. You men are cheap. And you're exposing yourself as cheap. I wanted to like me for me so I don't have to put nothing on the line. I don't want to put, I don't want to leave with my wallet. I don't want to give her no money. I don't want to take her on a date. I don't want to buy her no shoes. Okay, you making it easy for me. All right, come here, right here. Here, come here, come here. Here's 250 bucks and some shoes. <laughs> you making it easy for me, y'all, man, coach, man. Meanwhile, I got her feet up, toes curling, 10 toes pointed to the sky. And I don't have to hear her mouth. Soon as she start talking, I can look over and be like, I don't have to argue with her, debate, hear her politics, nothing. I can say, as a matter of fact, don't you want to go home to your apartment? And she says, sure. And I'd be like, great. Silence, you fool. <laughs> Ninjas don't want to sacrifice nothing. Ninjas living on an air mattress and want hoes to fall in love with them. Sorry, guys, that ship is sailed. And it sailed in 1980s where Eddie Murphy said, ain't nothing going on but the rent. Remember that? Remember that song? Your rent's due, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus. You don't want to invest in a damn thing. Ninja don't even want to invest in a toothbrush and then want a woman to love him. Ninja, you can't invest enough to get a rag, a clean one to wipe the cold and crust and the eye boogers out your eye. Ninja don't want to invest in a bottle of lotion. Ninja want to invest. You don't want to invest in a clean pair of socks that match. And you want to around here talking about. You talking about women delusional. You ninjas are delusional. <laughs> delusional. She should love me because why? Please explain why. 
I want to hear this. Why should she love you? Ninja, your stomach done lapped over your belt. Why should she like you? Well, because I'm a man and women like men. You guys are living fairy tales, bro. You're living a fairy tale. That doesn't exist, especially in America. It doesn't exist. If you want that, go get you a fat woman that is insecure, that wear bifocals, and still, she got a body count higher than you, more than likely. You need to get one woman that's not discovered by anyone else. Where is she at? You need to go to the corner of Santa Ana, California, where this woman don't know nothing. She ain't never had a car, bike, scooter. She ain't had a bus pass. All she do is walk two city blocks all her adult life. She went to Santa Ana High School, and she worked at the fucking subway. She been walking this block her whole life, all right? All day for years. Nobody ever discovered her. Nobody touched her. Nobody fornicated with her. Nobody put her, his finger up her. Nobody. She just been hiding in her bedroom. <laughs> and then pull up on her. Jesus. Yo, man, y'all out here wilding, man. Anyway. <laughs> she been walking with her feet. She wearing black Air Force Ones, and they turned over. Anyway. But if she's born in any modern day, brothers, it's not, it's not a reality. It's not a reality. If you want an attractive woman... Thick, curvy, waist snatched, good hair, real hair, attractive with and without makeup. You guys are, you're, you're, and then let me get to this. Let me give you the super chats, man. I think these men, <laughs> the regular dude, shout out to you, coach. I never thought people would be able to tell the difference between real and fake. I got that one. Kurt says, coach, I'm constantly hearing these chicks 35 to 50 saying that they, not uh that they now want that soft life what the f young bulls don't fall for it yeah that's all modern pseudo medical astrophysic astrology i want the soft life cali west miami outcast player ball video proves atl was backwoods yes and that was in the 90s hodge says coach if you went to coming to see a white girl back in the day, you are insane. Just Google Oprah in um, Forsyth County, but it's nowhere near as bad now. Uh-oh. Oh, she was a bad one, too. She was a baddie. We got a couple here. Currency says, slow Tuesday buys me small things. Is that bad? Anytime a woman buys you something, she's buying time. Just I try to make things simple. Now, again, there's nuance. There's exceptions to the rules. There's outliers. But if a woman's buying you things, she's buying your time, right? Because you are the type of guy that is impressed by gifts, which is a rare thing. It's rare for a man to be impressed with gifts because women tend to gift small things. If she does give something big, it might be something that nominally is small in the grand scheme of things, Right? It's something that I could get myself with just a little bit of an extra hustle. But what she's doing is buying your time. She's buying your dedication and loyalty. She's trying to get you to look obviously obvious deficiencies about you 
Mainly she's insecure. She might be overweight. Yeah, she's a slow Tuesday. She's buying entrance into you. Hey, I brought you something. Can I bring it over? That She's accessing. She's buying access to you. So, um, and if you are impressed by it, you'll figure it out. Somebody said not true. Well, go jump off a bridge, Ninja. You don't have to agree with me. She's buying access to you. Because what you'll eventually say is the next time she says, hey, I bought something for you. You're going to say, you're not going to say keep it. Never mind. Don't come over. I don't want it. You're not, you're not going to do it. You're going you're gonna to say, I want to see it. But grown man impressed by gifts, that's middle school shit. That's somewhat like bitches used to bring me candy. Uh, girls buy me Jordans. This is, the, this is immaturity in male. That's a male immaturity shit. Now, let's say we both balling out of control and she buys me a car, a Rolls Royce Cullinan, a fork coat, and then just some dress shoes, some wingtips. That's a different conversation. But being talk about PlayStation and, 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 and uh, VC cards for NBA 2K and Jordans, this is, this is little boy shit. That's little boy shit. And she's paying for access because she know you're a broke nigga and you taking it. All right, but not you, but I'm saying dudes that, that, that think, yeah, Timberland boots, this is all, this is all little boy shit. And she's, she's finessing you. She's buying access to, especially if she's unattractive. If she was highly attractive, this would be something that would be impressive. That would be impressive. If you've got a highly attractive woman, she might be severely insecure, but that would be impressive. But we're talking about an average looking woman to below average looking woman. This is not something that I'm going to be impressed about. Not at this level. She would have to buy me something crazy at this level, like first class tickets on a trip that she's not going to go to. Okay. <laughs> She'd be like, you know what? I brought you a first class ticket to go to Germany to slay Viking broads. Okay, now we talking. But if she says I bought first class tickets for me and you to go somewhere, she's buying access. She bought access to me. <laughs> right anyway, hell no. Hell no. Shout out to Justin O says, leave ATL alone. Fanny gonna have you locked up. And clapped, allegedly. JC says, never let anyone move in. Not a friend or family. Never. He also says, Coach Big Mac just posted me, bruh. It's a problem. It's a problem out here. I just want to be rich. Says, shout out to the GOAT. He says, what you doing for the weekend out here? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right, Agent Machine says, she's advocating for cuckolding the guy while pushing partners, avoiding boundaries, cross crossing yet never sees the man as the final authority in the relationship they want to dictate terms hard pass hard pass for sure all right uh la ace boogie says i be wanting to be like coach reaching he says then i talked to this 28 year old woman who says she feels like a kid yesterday but she thick coach so somebody he said i'm reaching on subjects here but i'm finding more and more Women, this is going to be a problem. Women are saying, and I saw a post today where I think there was a gentleman, I don't remember his name, I think he was on a video show on BET. He's now in his 40s. He was on a BET video show. I can't remember his name, but they were showing this girlfriend. He's 40, she's 25. They were saying, there were some people, there were some women who I don't understand. They're saying 25-year-old old is a child. Now, Ninja, I don't know how to send it. 
How do you want me to send it? We need to blow everything up if you think 25 is a child. These languages, these things that we're feeding ourselves, this is dangerous. What we're doing is we're entering dangerous territory. We're entering into a very dangerous territory that we might not be able to come back from. You're going to see that there's going to be lasting effects of this type of thing if people are going to push that. It, this is not good. Was it AJ? Maybe it was a, no, it wasn't AJ. I can't remember. I didn't know. I recognize his face, but I don't know who it was. His name was like, well, I can't remember his name. Now, people are like, that age gap is excessive. Let me tell you something, Ninja. If that's an excessive age gap, <laughs> right? Like, wow. Like, yeah, what, what world are we living in? Like, this is getting out of control, severely, severely out of control. And this is because women are using the F word, feelings. I feel that's a child. But, bitch, I don't, I don't care what you feel. That is not a child. Let's, let's, let's look at it. It's a fully grown adult. Terrence is his name. Thank you. Terrence. Is he, was he a BET video host? Terrence. Uh, girlfriend. Yes, that's the guy. Terrence uh, Jenkins. <laughs> he just got engaged to a model. All right, so Terrence J is his name. I think he was on a video show, 106 in Park. All right, there it is right there. All right, so yes, that's his name right there. Terrence J, engaged to model. So there he is. He's 41. She's 25. Uh, this is a crime, according to them. This is a crime. Like, bruh, really? <laughs> this is criminal? This is, a, this is a party file? He's 41. She's 25. This is what we're doing. She's a child, right? Now, I mean, listen, a lot of people are just saying, uh, 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 this guy's saying, we got 30-year-old women going, child, I feel like a child. I don't give a shit what you feel like. But by the way, you know this is going to encroach into trans-ageism for women and gays only, not for men. So what they're going to say is, today I feel eight, so you can't reprimand me at work. I've already showed you videos of women doing this. This is just the first step of transageism. You're going to laugh at me, but they don't call me Coach Stradamus for nothing. People are going to say, on this day I feel 16, this day I feel 40, this day I feel six. Now, you niggas ain't going to be able to do this, <laughs> all right? This is just the first step. There's always the first step, and it's always seeming like, oh, okay. But this is transageism. People are just going to pick their age day by day. And then you're going to fornicate with a woman and she's going to be 26. And then tomorrow she's going to say, well, I feel like I'm eight or I feel like I was eight when you had sex with me. Y'all don't see this coming, but it's coming. It's coming. Like, look, look, people think I'm, you, you think I'm laughing? I mean, you think I'm lying? Look, you think I'm lying? I told you about the Scottie Pippen story where the woman came out and said 1987. Then she said, I want child support for a dead child that died in 2011. You guys think I'm making this shit up? It's the first step. Then they're going to arrest you and you will be like, what are you doing? Well, this is an eight-year-old. You're like, huh? 
That's a fully grown adult. Well, nope, she feels eight today. <laughs> I called it. Just wait. We're entering into mental health. We're, we're in a mental health crisis, and the mental health crisis is being led by the pharmaceutical mafia, if you will, and they got everybody zooted. You think I'm lying? It's coming. I'm Coach Radamus. Just wait. And I cannot wait because three years from now, I'm going to say, I told you. Almost everything that I say, it comes to light. And I'm saying it because I don't use feelings. I just use straight up facts and I go head on. I go head up. I go head up. All right, let me see here. Let me do this. Let me go back to the stories here. Why you ninjas like toxic women? A lot of the women that uh, men typically like uh, are, and that are good in bed, to be fair, are toxic. Now, I always try to tell you, I always try to tell you, some women fall into several mating categories. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Women should fall in these, one of these seven categories. Number one, she should be a woman that does not qualify. If you're not here yet, we tell you to get leverage and options. If you're messing with a woman or a woman is interested in you, similarly, the guy that said, I have a slow Tuesday that buys me gifts. If you don't want to accept the gifts or you feel like she's manipulating you, you should put her in the do not qualify category. It's hard for men to get to this point. Almost all women qualify, which means to say, if you are out minding your own business in public and a random woman comes and taps you on the shoulder and she says, hey, I like something about you, most men are going to say, okay, I'll progress. I don't care what that bitch looks like. She could be a granny. She could be fat. She could be attractive. She could be crazy, cuckoo, a strag. Most women, most men, because men typically are pursuing access, most men will say, oh, great, you just made it easier for me. Okay, I'm good. I'm game. Many men cannot, many men can do this. There are a few men that can say, that's okay, I appreciate that. Not many men are in the ability to reject women because you don't have the leverage or an option. So there are women that should not qualify for anything. Sex, conversation, or anything. You do not qualify. Uh, level number two is service provider. Service provider. This is a hard one to understand because men typically make exceptions for toxic women. She's attractive. She's thick. She got the right look. She's pretty. She got real hair. Whatever these things are, this is, might be a, an unattainable woman. But an unattainable woman typically might be toxic towards you because you will let her get away with absolute murder in, uh, related to you in the relationship. So then you will basically make your life a living wreck because she's either easy or attractive. These women are service providers. They belong to the community. You can either let them provide service or not let them provide service. But you might put them in the service provider category. Some men try to pump and dump these women and you find yourself having to engage in mouthpiece and conversation and wasting time. And she's just a service provider. She provides services for many, many men. She'll do the same to you. She also will waste your time. But she's just a service provider. That's it. If you want a fun time, let her provide a service. 
If you don't, you got to let her go. All right, because you're just going to compromise and it's going to be a toxic situation. Number three, the third level that you should put women in mate qualification is practice. She's practice. Slow Tuesday, practice. She's marginally attractive to below attractive, but I like something about her, practice. She's an older, sexy woman, practice. This is a practice person. You practice your moves on. You practice your conversation on. You practice your sexual moves on. You practicing all your stuff, getting ready for your best woman. All right, let me practice on this. Let me just get the, let me get out of a drop. She practiced. <laughs> right. Now, this doesn't mean you want something from her. This doesn't mean a lie to her, but she just practiced. This is a person that you don't mind being around. You're going to practice on her three times, and you're going to kick her to the curb. Practice. Write this down. Gordita, practice. All right, your curiosity peaks. I've never had a woman that had a big fupa print and big, large, double-H'd boobies. All right, let me see what that's like. And then you take her bra off, eight hooks. Hook, 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 hook. And then her titties go plop. And you're like, damn, I didn't realize they were so heavy. Your first time having them. Practice. Let me practice. Okay, these things are in the way. I don't think I'm going to need them that big. But you were just curious. Practice. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. Level four, concubine and or harem. So I'm in this concubine. That doesn't mean she's a whore. Whore and concubine are not synonymous. Concubines are kept women. Concubines are women that you support but you keep for yourself. Concubines are women that know that there's other women, not hoes, not, not, not girls on the track. Concubines are women that you support over there. All right. She's not my wife. My wife got the house. Concubine, you got the apartment. Okay. You might keep play keep away. All right. I got you over here. I don't want to, I don't want you to see other men. Dudes will use 304s and service providers and try to make them concubines, but don't pay. I'm sorry, a concubine or a person in your harem is a woman you support. She might even have your kids. She might even have your male heir in the absence of or the, when your wife cannot. Okay, is this a woman I want to keep around longer than practice? Is this a woman that I want to keep away from other men? Yes, she's a concubine. Is this a woman I want to pump and dub? Yes, she's not a concubine. She's practice. <laughs> that's practice you're trying to make a concubine of a woman that you're not providing support to and then when she goes off and you got a wife at home or a girlfriend and your side chick goes off and gets her throats her throat her tonsils buttered then you're mad at her but you got you cheating on her this is a side chick that you're trying to make a concubine a concubine is a supported woman that is not your wife so you're gonna have to put her up a lot of NBA players, actors, politicians, they have concubines. They're kept in line as to not sue your ass later. They're kept in line as to not expose you. They're kept in line because you're supporting them. That is concubine. That's a harem. A harem might be locally, centrally located in one spot, and you go to them. A concubine or women, they might be across the town. Okay. The next one is a regular. Similarly, a regular is like a friends with benefits. You might see her every Monday. You might see her three days a week. You're going to be my regular girl. 
You might take her out every now and then for some ice cream or whatever the hell you might do. You might take her out on a date. You might be cool. You might be homies. You might be sneaky links. You could have a regular for a long time. You might develop her into a regular. Oh, you were practice. I'm going to make you a regular. <laughs> Single mothers, practice. Right? So regular, a person you regularly see for a long period of time. Now, regulars are dangerous. Regulars can pivot and flip into another level. They can, regulars can push you into relationship, and then you're screwed. Last two, pretenders. A pretender. What is a pretender? A woman that you take on a date, but she has no chance of being in a relationship with you. But she plays games with you. I'm not going to give up sex. And you take. She's a pretender for your last name. She's a pretender for relationship. She's a bad relationship person. Her whole facts does not check out. And you're trying to make her relationship material. She's trying to make herself relationship material. I know my worth. Those women I showed you in their 30s, they're all pretenders. Some women should be either regulars or practice. That's what they should be. But she's pretending that she's high-level relationship material. And you, she might even convince you to pretend that she's high-level material. But she's just a pretender. She doesn't have much relationship value. You might want to put her at practice and or regular. All right, and the last one is a contender. Who's the contenders out here? This is going to be the least amount of women you find. When you start breaking it down like this, which women can contend for your last name? Which women can contend for the, for the aura that you bring? Which women that know your value and recognize it that can be there long term and not steal your kids and not, uh, and not ruin your reputation, not cheat on you as you support her? How many contenders are out there? Not very many. Not very many. This is the lowest amount of women that you're going to meet. Most of these women are in one of these categories other than contenders. Now, if you don't have contenders that you're spending your money, energy, attention, and time on, you're messing with a toxic woman in these other categories. They're toxic. A highly attractive, curvy, thick woman is a pleasure toy. Very rarely can she be a contender. A woman with some good flaming hot punani most of the time is a service provider or a practice or regular, a toy, a concubine. She's not a contender. Very rarely is she a contender. And then we enter into the conversation. This is where it gets important. One of the reasons why men mess up with women is you're making women contenders and they just practice. They just Fun time Sally. They just run around Sue. They just pass arounds. They just regulars. They just service providers. Mm. Yeah, that brother, that brother, um, uh, Jonathan Majors tried to make a service provider concubine into Coretta Scott King a contender. That's how you mess up. That's how we messing with toxic women. That's how you get into toxic women. A woman will come in and make it easy for you. Tupac says, hate to sound sleazy, but tease me. I don't want it if it's that easy. Remember when he said that? Watch this. Okay, watch this. That's basically him saying, nah, baby, I might play with you, but you ain't going to move into my life. You just a toy. All right, so watch this. This gentleman here, this is a guy that doesn't know how to classify and qualify his women. And let's play the video. Green, a Grinch who stole Christmas type energy. 
Is you toxic? I don't really do all that toxic shit. I kick it. Oh, uh, okay. If I call you a bitch, what you gonna do? Whole time that shit probably turn. Oh, it's it's a fact. I love you. I love you too. You pass. <laughs> All right, do it. All right, and so this is uh one of these Instagram uh YouTube videos where they joke and they have twenty women and whatnot. Now I'm gonna go re replay it again because some translation might be needed. But in this video, he sees this woman. She's clearly a uh we call her a straggle. She's a straggle. She has the straggle uniform on. This is not a contender. This is not somebody who you should be with for a very long period of time. You might even just pay her for her services because many men have. But what you'll do is you'll try to put her in these other categories and make, make her everything but a service provider. Now, ladies, don't get mad at me. But when you're wearing the service provider uniform, you are a service provider. You can't have it both ways and be out here being a service provider and looking like a streetwalker and a stripper and then being out here being a contender. That's just how it works. We try to make everything easy for these men. We need to simplify things. Stop trying to complicate it and say, yeah, I can wear this uniform and be over here. Mm -mm. This woman's a skeezer. This woman's a service provider. She might be fun for maybe one or two, three times. She might be worth uh, about 250 times each. And then I got to get rid of her. She might not even be worth the herpes that I'm going to get. Right? I don't want the herpes tonight. I don't want gonorrhea tonight. Maybe I'll wrap it up or maybe I'll just pass. Now, this guy says, I'm in love. Why? Because he does something toxic to her. Similarly, like if I told a woman, hey, I want to spit down your throat. And she says, okay, daddy. She says this. Okay, daddy. I know she's not a contender. She's not a contender now. But I'm going to spit down her throat and butter her tonsils. I don't love her. We're just going to have fun. But he says, I love you because you're toxic i want you to listen to it again and you got on green the grinch who stole christmas type energy is you toxic i don't really do all that toxic shit i kick it. All right, I don't really do all that toxic shit i kick a nigga to the curb any woman that uses the word n-word towards a man guys this is a this is a service provider trailer park trash gutter trash i don't care what it is all right it is just what it is all right, you just have to understand that. Now, again, he's acting. This is social media. Be careful. Ninja's like, he act like this all the time. Be careful. We're teaching. We already established what social media has become. You cannot take it seriously like that. We can use things as an example. Calm down. Oh, uh, okay. If I call you a bitch, what you gonna do? Yeah, and take a look. This is certified strag. She got, I don't know what she got on. You can't see on her feet right here. She's got some sort of animal print right here. She's got the 304 skeezer uniform on, all right? The eyelashes. Everybody knows what this is. This is a fun time right here. It's just a fun time. And then what if I call you outside your name? She says, I like that. Why? She, that's the type of ninja she deals with. You cannot take this seriously, right? You can't take her as a serious. This is a toxic woman. Whole time that shit probably turns. It, it probably turns me on. Service provider, <laughs> right? This is something that she's done. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a fact. 
I love you. Yeah, there it is right there. There it is right there. So she, you know, let me just have fun with this one. I wouldn't kiss her on the lips, <laughs> right? She doesn't get a kiss on the lips. She doesn't know. She doesn't get to know where I live. She doesn't get to ride in my car. I just meet her at the hotel motel, Holiday Inn. I need meet her at the Snooty Fox. I meet her at the Shady Pines. I meet her at the Momo. I meet her at the hotel. Everybody. I meet her, and then she's naked when I show up with the blunt. All right, go ahead and smoke the blunt. I buy her a bag of weed and then let her smoke up. That's all. That's all. You guys got to categorize these women. But a lot of times you'll let these women into your life, into your soul, because it seems like it's free. And then she snatches your soul. She fucking ruins your credit. She sna- she uh, stabs your tire. She, she uh, like the NBA player, she carves up your the trunk of the, the hood of your car. Okay. Yeah. Toxic. Let's show you this guy right here or this young woman right here. Uh, here we go right here. She says, I made a video a few days ago about how I know I'm going to be single. As you can see, decent looking girl. She has a collared shirt. She looks like she's intelligent, but let's figure that out. I made a video a few days ago about how I know that I'm going to be single because guys can't handle me like making any type of commentary or critique. And the example that I used in specific was telling a guy that he had L takes and bad opinions and then being like, wait, why are you offended, dude? Like I said, your opinion's bad and say you were bad. A lot of men were mad about that. But here's the thing. And let me tell you the truth. I actually told him that his opinions were unfuckable, unfuckable, outright. I was like, ooh, I don't know if I could who has opinions like that so many of you wanted to know what happened next i made out with him of course and then yes i took him back to my she cave where he never wanted to leave but then i put him on block three days later because i am a black widow man eater and while i may have this very natural dandy like approach to my lifestyle i am also the dark feminine (laughs) because why do good girls like bad guys so yeah, that's my truth. And um, you know, this should only bother you if you ever thought that you had a chance to have opinion in my eyes, which you obviously didn't if that post upset you. You could be my coworker, you can be my friend, you could be my ally in a very specific setting, but um, you won't be in my bed. Sorry. I made it. Silence, you fool. Yeah. Now, uh, this woman looks younger than her age. You know, it is rare, but she looks younger than her age and she... She probably is 25-ish. She looks like she's 19 to 20-ish. But remember when I told you the four stages of development of women, you have to think of it like this. This woman has been like this since she was like 12 or 13. This is a set weight of her. You got to take her at, you got to take it or leave it with this. She's not going to change. She's also recognizing she's toxic. She described herself in many ways to be very toxic. But a lot of guys are going to overlook that because they might be attracted to her. You might be like, she doesn't look like that bad. She doesn't look like she can harm a fly. Then meanwhile, you show up in your garage and it's like, well, what she did to my car? What the piss piece of my car? I can't stand it, though. I can't stand it, yeah. What this piss? Yeah. And she said that she admitted it. She might even admit it when you're on a date with her and you might not say, should I disqualify her? You'll say no. This woman talks too much. She says she's a what? Dark triad. She says she's a black widow. She gave you every indication that you should not progress with this woman. And yet you walk past and you walk past them red flags. Yep, you did. 
a video a few days ago about how I know that I'm going to be single because guys can't handle me like making any type of commentary or critique. And the example that I used in specific was telling a guy that he had L takes and bad opinions and then being like, wait, why are you offended, dude? Like I said, your opinion's bad. I didn't say you were bad. A lot of men were mad about that. But here's the thing. And let me tell you the truth. I actually told him that his opinions were unfuckable, unfuckable, outright. I was like, ooh, I don't know if I could who has opinions like that so yeah she talks like that character on um wreck it ralph wreck em ralph she sound like the wreck em ralph girl how many of you wanted to know what happened next i made out with him of course and then now, of course she took the she she made out with him that means she got throttled that's what happened <laughs> all right she made out with him yes i took him back to my she cave she cave where he never wanted to leave but then i put him on block yeah he he ran past the red lights there three days later because i am a black widow man eater black widow man eater i mean what more do you guys need to know they know who they are and she's been set that way since she's been in middle school uh we got another one right here here's another toxic woman now we got a married divorced woman or a baby mama co-parent uh this woman takes to the internet right now this is her job is to blast her co-parent aka baby daddy here we go so today my co-parent is leaving for a work trip his flight was at 6 a.m this morning um it is friday morning and his meetings don't start until monday so I guess it's an extended work trip that has to include the weekend. All right, so this is a baby mama terrorist passively aggressively telling you that her baby daddy ain't shit. So instead of going to him, working it out, getting a court order parenting agreement or whatever she wants to do, she says, I'm going to just blast him on social media. Okay, he's going on a work trip. Okay, he's going to work. Okay, he, he, he might travel for work. We don't have context. But what she's saying is he's not living up to his custodial agreement, which is what petty, bitter baby mamas do. They complicate things. Okay, I'm sure you can work this out, put some things on paper, and or if he doesn't want to take his parenting time, document it, take it to the courts, and get your custody set up. It's that easy. But nah, you got this toxic bullshit, and he probably ignored a bunch of toxic red flags. We all do. And now he's with a bitter baby mama for about the next 18 years. That's using the internet to blast them out. And so white women get away with this because they're passive, right? They look all nice, and I guess he's doing this, and everything sounds like a question, and I sound like a question, so it doesn't mean I'm directly attacking you or gaslighting you. If I put it as a question and raise my voice at the end, it doesn't mean that I'm being bitter. I'm going to talk nice and not scream, passively attack the guy, paint him as a, in a bad light, and portray myself as a good mother. Yeah, uh-huh. And then you're going to say, she seems like a lights woman coach, but she's a bitter baby mama terrorist. That's what she is. And she toxic. She's causing this entire situation. She probably caused a fracture of the relationship, but because she's passive and everything sounds like a question at the end, it doesn't mean that she's mean and she's a mean spirited individual. I can see through it. I can see through it. She's causing the problem. Speaking of, let's go to the Latinas, the Dominicanas. All right. In this situation, a lot of men think if a woman expresses high levels of emotion that she loves you. I'm going to tell you something. Just because she is angry, just because she is jealous, men, you too, just because a person is jealous or angry, if something happens, 
by another partner, lover, mate, husband, spouse, doesn't mean they love you. This is what men get from toxic women. If she is jealous, she loves me and she doesn't want to do anything. If I'm jealous, it means that I love her. Because she's screaming at me because I'm not doing what she wants or she thinks I'm cheating, she must really love me. Women, because he beats on me and puts me in my place and calls me a bitch, he must really love me. You guys, that's how you end up with toxic people. Jealousy does not imply love. It implies fucking mental illness. It doesn't mean you like or love the person. It applies that they're mate guarding you. These are type of people who delete you. And when you find a new partner, when you move on from them, they harass, delete you, sue you. They do everything they can because not because they loved you, because they are mate guarding you. They don't want somebody else to get what they were getting from you that they fumbled. Toxic people that are show high emotion is not equal love. Open the door. Can you please get away? Can we talk? Riri, no, I got to go to work. Can we talk okay go ahead talk but I'm alive. can we talk can go ahead put the window down don't speak no, none of that the shit down. no i'm talking I can't like this see you. talk to me i can't see you talk to me i can't see you i can see you put the window down yo talk okay who is he then who is he my cousin riri you are dominican how is he your cousin dude was blocker than me just stop recording me can we just talk for no, a second no we done what do you mean we're done? The reason I'm recording is because you're Yeah, this person does not love you. She's using you. She does. She's a, a, AKA a parasite, a leech. Hey, I don't know if you know, if you have a parasite in your body, it doesn't want to leave your body. It will put up every fight not to leave your body. Is that love? It is not. It will put up an angry fight. A leech will do everything it can to stay attached to the host and you have to burn it off your skin. Does that mean the leech loves you? No. So you guys got to start recognizing toxic behavior. This person is toxic. And the only reason why um, uh, she does this to you is because she really don't like you. And that's how she enacts it. This is not love or anything. And um, it, this might very well be a skit, but this happens to real people. Yeah. Yo, see, my mom told me not to talk to you. Mix you tripping. Like, yo, I got to go. Like, I got to go. You like bugging. You get in. Uh, Open the door. Can you please get away? Come here talk really no I somebody says stop entertaining strags and that's a fact you guys are entertaining obvious concubines not even that R pretty much straggles are certain service providers to me all right um you know and they wear they wear stuff to let you know they're service providers but you're trying to make holes in the housewives i gotta go to work can we talk okay go ahead talk can we talk go ahead put the window down don't speak no, none of that put the shit window down. no i'm talking I like this see you. talk to me i can't see you talk to me and yeah she's 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 foldable she looks attractive she's sexy she all of that stuff i would just send her off with the money here here's here, what, what you need 150 okay but you're trying to make girlfriends and wives and partners out of these people and spouses this is, and then you complain about their bad behavior, which you're rewarding by being with them. All right, you're rewarding her behavior. Last couple, and then we got to wrap it up. Oh, we already did this woman here. Uh, I think it's this is the last one. Mm -hmm. Right here. So here we go. We have uh, uh, she has a perfect boyfriend. <laughs> Diaries of having a nearly perfect boyfriend. 
Anyone out there have a nearly perfect boyfriend that almost never does anything to piss you off? But because anyone out there have a nearly perfect boyfriend that almost never does anything to piss you off? But because he's nearly perfect, the times that he does do something to piss you off just hit a little bit different. I'm not kidding you, my boyfriend is probably the most thoughtful, caring, kind, selfless human on the planet. There is nothing that that man would not do for me. And yet, when he does, the smallest thing to piss me off, I literally am enraged. And like, here's the thing, I know that that's not fair, I know it's not fair, I know I'm a bitch, I'm working on it. But it's almost like, you set the bar really high, brother. You set yourself up. And you set me up too, like, my expectations used to be in hell. The bar used to be in fucking hell, Sound on is the low. ground. I literally had to beg my ex-boyfriend to text me back. Let's not get into that. But the fact that I never have to ask this man for anything, the fact that he just does without being asked or like just because he notices I'm struggling with something has me just acting like I'm brand new. She just she just validated the, the point that I made about the previous woman. She just validated the exact point I just made. Because you're going to overlook it, she's going to take advantage of it. And here's the thing. Either you run her or she runs you. There's very few people that are middle ground that keep things balanced. There's very few balanced relationships. She just validated it. She says, I'm a bitch. She acknowledges she's toxic. She also acknowledges that her ex-boyfriend never texted her, and but she stayed with him. Now she's acknowledging the slightest thing that you do as the perfect boyfriend enrages her. And the fact that you keep in touch with her and are never out here doing stupid shit, silly shit, it pisses her off. She wants you to be a mess. She wants you to be toxic. Why? Because she's toxic. She's ran through. She's been imprinted. The cop carousel then, then messed her mind up. Now she has what she believes she wanted. You're giving it to her, and here she is trying to ruin it. Guys, a lot of married men are this guy where you did everything right, and she said, I didn't deserve it, so let me, let me blow it up. <laughs> right? Why can't you be messy? Why can't you be at fault? Why can't you be toxic so I can blame you? This is why I always tell you, never try to please women. They're not to be satisfied. Never be the perfect guy for them. It, uh, it don't matter, bro. And they'll come from toxic relationships, and you'll come over, I'll save you, I can fix you, and she ends up resenting you. I also said they hate the men they create. I want you to be like this. I want you to be like that. And then you become that, and she says, I hate it. Mm. Why? Because she ain't shit. She said she ain't shit. I didn't say it. She said it. She said it. She said, I'm a bitch. I'm working on it. Yep. She cooked. And by the way, this woman ain't over 25 years old. She cooked. I didn't say she was uh, a mess. She said she was a mess. <laughs> fair. I know it's not fair. I know I'm a bitch. I'm working on it. I know it ain't fair. I know I'm being bad. I know I'm being toxic. I'm working on it. I know I'm the bad guy. But when the relationship implodes. It is all Jermaine fault. It's always Jermaine fault. Now, does this mean she's going to leave you? The answer is no. Women don't leave uh, hosts. She's a parasite. Women don't leave. They're looking for a reason to leave. And you know that's pissing her off. She, he's not giving her a reason to leave. And she's sticking around just waiting for one so she can say. It is all Jermaine fault. It's always Jermaine fault. Yep. Here we go. But it's almost like you set the bar really high, brother. You set yourself up. This is why I tell you stop taking women out on dates. Not at the beginning. Dates are rewards. 
not a way to meet people. She said, you set the bar too high. The bar was low with me. I was with a no good, dirty ninja. Now you came in and swept me off my feet. It's your fault. You set the bar too high. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Indeed. And by the way, this woman's been like this since middle school. You can't fix her. Can't fix her. You can't save her. And you set me up too. Like, my expectations used to be in hell. The bar used to be in fucking hell. On the ground. I literally had to beg my ex-boyfriend to text me back. Let's not get into that. But the fact that I never have to ask this man for anything, the fact that he just does without being asked or like just because he notices I'm struggling with something has me just acting like I'm brand new. So here's your reminder. If you have a nearly perfect boyfriend who almost never does anything wrong, cherish him and learn to be nice, especially when you're PMSing. Because that's where I'm at right now. Yep, I'm PMSing, and I'm going to just mess it. I'm telling you, brothers, hey, listen, if she's cute, again, you'll run the red light. You'll deal with her, and you'll be like, Coach, man, what's going on? How come these women do this, and how come she does that? How come She's toxic. This is why when you talk about women over 30, they're toxic, bro. They've been through too much. They've been through way more life than you. And then when they show up talking about, oh, why I can't get a guy that do this, and why I can't do that, she show up like this dogs and are not particularly religious you maybe lean a certain way politically but don't talk about it every fucking day um don't have a history of addiction toxic toxic just but they won't admit it you're obsessed with her because she looks cute this girl right here she's cutie she ain't ugly she don't have the strag uniform on she don't got her titties out well she's good but she could still be toxic. Anyway, let me get to these super chats, man. I hope y'all enjoyed this week's shows. Watch the replay. Hit the like button on the replays. She's toxic. Yeah, toxicity, man. And guys, stop judging women just on the way they're dressed. We do this and we talk about strag behavior, but a lot of women are very crafty as to not present themselves this way. And you say, well, she dresses traditional. She doesn't have her ass out. And then you just immediately will say, because men are, men are toxic, men are dumb. You say, well, because she dressed conservative, then, then, then she's not toxic. <laughs> that, that's going to be an L, guys. That's going to be an L. Don't do that. Don't get involved in that. Ninja Snuggle says, maybe we didn't evolve to have relationships. Maybe we still are only meant to mate, then escape. And I agree. I agree. We, were only, we weren't meant to be long-term partners as the way it's presented. We're not meant to be. For instance, the idea of being with your mate until 80, 90, 50 years of marriage, that is not, that's a relatively new concept. One way you can point to that is we didn't even live that fucking long. Life expectancy was not that long. So people lived until 30, 40, and 50. You'd be dead at 50. And if you weren't dead, you were dysfunctional. You weren't functioning at 50. So the idea of being with a woman until she's 60, 70, 80, 90, no. You only probably were with her long enough to have the kids reach maturity, which was not 18. It probably was 12 or 13. So, you know, we've come a long way. Much of these things are society constructs, cultures, that now we stay with each other for a long time as a means to support the mate. But that's been the way it is for a long time. Most people wanted to ski and get the fuck out of it. Mostly guys. 
but mostly guys are the ones that kind of got monogamy going because, hey, I need to secure this mate and keep her for myself so nobody else can get after her. Okay. But being together till 80, 90 and whatnot, this is all, this is all not really what it's supposed to be like. Not only that, monogamous until my 80s, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> right. One piece of peace leave my entire life. Like that's all social. That's culture. That's culture. That's all building communities and whatnot. That's all supporting women that could not support themselves. Right. It makes sense. I'm not against it. I'm just saying it ain't for me. It ain't for me. Shout out to our brother Ninja Snuggle. Um, he says, no gump central says coach done told y'all sucker for love ass ninjas that women don't actually love us. 100%. All right. They don't. They don't. Women are like, yes, I do. I love. No, women are the receivers of love. Men are the givers of love. That's what business they're in. Okay. Mostly. If they love a guy, it's more likely that that guy is out of her league. <laughs> All right. Model conscious. Monoconscious.com says $3.85 for the collection plate. Like and share. John Doe says if our society gets to the point where adults can legally claim to be eight years old, it will leave the door open for legal pedophilia. This, that was the point I was making, right? So most of our society now is dictated by the rainbow mafia, the, El, the alphabet mafia. So when you see a change culturally, socially, it's going to be, they changed it first, and we followed. That's what we're doing today. That's what we're doing today. Like, without the first without the first thumbs up for the gay marriage, you don't have what we have today. <laughs> so they're virtually cro- encroaching on legalizing the silent P, which they'll get to. But they just got to get you to trans age first. They got to think you, they got to trans age you. Women follow the rainbow mafia more than they follow the patriarchy at this point. It's a fact. Even their le- even their their language is directly from the rainbow mafia, the LGBT. Partners comes from LGBT. Okay, a lot of the things they engage in, uh, ethical non-monogamy, that's LBGT community. All right, that's what they're doing today. Being bisexuality, accepting bisexuality, uh, identifying, pronouns, that all comes from LGBT. They, women follow that shit. They eat that shit up. Pronouns. Okay, and then women come up here, jump up here, talking about she, her. That's obvious. They don't even have to tell me. Mm. <laughs> like, why do you even have to even tell me? That's obvious. I'm not on that side of the rainbow, so I'm over here. You don't have to she, her, me. You don't need a name tag that says she, her. That's obvious. But, but when you get down to the silent P and all this shit, they, women going to eat it up. Oh, yeah, I feel like I'm eight. As soon as the women say, I feel like I'm eight, okay, good. Then the silent P can get legalized. That's right so a lot of things women are being influenced by that culture and they indulge in that culture more than men do heterosexual men then we're over here being confused like what are y'all talking about like what are we doing uh shout out to john doe man uh strider herman says while others like to joke you can uphold a straight shooter conversation he says most would rather cower before ta- taking the risk. Yeah, they'd rather cower than taking the risk. Humble respects, coach. Yeah, I'm taking a significant risk by talking about what I'm talking about, but it's hard for you to disprove it. But a lot of people would rather cower. Cower and cowards. New, 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 new world. Shout order. out to Jerome Smith with the 
Cole Sponsorship. He says, what's up, Coach? Crypto game. Looking real good. He says, here's a few bucks for the coffee. Have a great weekend, boss. Shout out to y'all who had your crypto in. You looking good. When are you going to pull out? Pause. Shout out to the regular dude. Most contenders are already married, Coach. And that's a fact. One of the things about single people today are the single people who remain. You're almost unmarriageable. The remaining single people today were probably meant to be single. And you're going to be single for pretty much ever. So the, the people who were marriageable and stayed married, there's not a lot of people out here that are marriageable and will stay married. Especially, I say, women over 35. You can get married. You might want a marriage or you want to be a wife. They will say they don't want to be a wife. They want to be a partner and all of this crazy shit. Well, they're not marriageable. I can make a marriage out of you. We're probably not going to stay married for very long. But we can get married and just be a statistic. The, the people who were meant to be married and stay married, they're already married. We're all just leftovers. Just here around the fuck on each other. That's all we're doing at this point. <laughs> we just going to swap and, and all this. So we just going to swap and share. That's where we at. The few of y'all that's going to get married, y'all going to be back on the marketplace five to ten years tops. Especially if you're over age 35. <laughs> y'all be back. Statistically, y'all be back. All right, we are all the single leftovers. That's all we are. And we're trying to be like, why can't we make it work? We're all the single leftovers. That's what we're doing. Especially divorced people. Ninja, you had your chance and you blew it. Get back out here and let's just cycle through each other. That's what we're doing. <laughs> all right. Women done been married, divorced twice. Now they looking for a gump, simp ass. You're leftovers. We're just leftovers, bro. We ain't supposed to make it work. It ain't going to work for most of us. We set in our ways. We know what we want. Some of us are comfortable being alone. Some of us want to pay for pussy. Some of us want to be out here going to the club. Some of us don't want to mature. Some of y'all trying to figure it out. Y'all going to be single forever. That's what y'all going to be doing. Anyway, stop. For the young people, you still got a chance. JC says, I've been uh, so busy. I forgot my birthday is tomorrow. Shout out to you headed to the OVO to the six this weekend as a free agent. Also, I'm thinking about the marriage. Will can use a makeover as an animated short. Let's collab on it soon. You got skills. Shout out to you. And he says, uh, shout out to all my Pisces gods in the chat. Stay weird. Shout out to you and your birthday. <laughs> Yeah, all you single moms, you just practice at this point. Let let the men practice on you. Fall in love for a little bit. And I never knew love like this before. And most women are addicted to love. They want that feeling of love. And then they fall out of love. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shed no tears. Y'all used to breaking up. Make up, break up. Shout out to Jay Flow. He says, you took my money. You took my time. You made me think everything was fine. Like the clock on the wall says ding dong. Ding, ding, dong. Shout out to you, Burn Rubber. Got me reading lyrics. Shout out to you. JC says, coach, I pulled out and pulled back in. Crypto game. Crypto game. And guys, divorce daddies. Divorce daddies. Just go out and have fun, man. Get your free agent lifestyle life. Go get your passport. Go have some fun. 
Go travel the world. Take care of your kids. Pay your child support. When they become adults, if you want to leave them here in America, go live three months over here, two months over there. Go learn the world. Go travel. Ninja, do not become a stepdad. Chalk that shit up. Ninja, do not get used and lose your damn pension in retirement trying to find love. Ninja, it's a wrap. Go have some fun, Ninja. <laughs> Go have some fun. Live this life. Ninja, you tried it. You blew it. You a bad husband. You sucked that marriage. Just, just go have some damn fun, Ninja. Go get your meat fix at the rub and tug. Old ass ninjas trying to find love and been divorced one, two, and three times. I call you guys crazy, man. Y'all crazy. Just don't catch the hurt dub. Rack, wrap up your prick. Shout out to Devin Style says, shout out to the leftovers. Now grab them ankles. Ninja, we here to have fun. <laughs> we here to have fun. Wear your condoms. Have bail money. Shout out to our brother Corey says, Coach Ben cooking like a hibachi lately. Free agent lifestyle for life. Love is for teenagers. For real. Dating is for teenagers. Courting is for teenagers. Do you guys know you're doing teenage shit? A teenage love. Falling in love, head over heels, is for teenagers. It's not for adults. This ain't the notebook. This ain't the notebook. Like, y'all trying to do teenage shit out here. Stop trying to be out here teenage lovers and hopeless romantics. I always dodge hopeless, hopeless romantics like the plague. I want nothing to do with hopeless romantics. I'm just a hopeless romantic. And what they're saying is, it's basically their way. I want you to love and cuddle and hope and dream and we'll have a future. Woman, you're 45. You have less tomorrows and you got a whole bunch of yesterdays. Huh, honey. I just want to give her, I just want to give, I just want to give you a good life. I'm like, you're 50. How much life do you got left to give me? <laughs> like, <laughs> honey, you don't got that many life. You don't got that much life to sell me. The hell you talking about? You want a good life. You need a retirement plan. That's what you need. Shout out to Deshaun Rose says for the show coach bell money. If you need it. I don't want to sound mean, but let's just have a good time. We only here for a short amount of time. And then my final question is, how come you ain't found nobody before me if it's so good? <laughs> You're so good, but here you are sitting across from me trying to sell me something nobody else's that nobody else has bought. Nobody else bought what you're selling. Here you are trying to still sell it to me like a used car dealer. I mean, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> all right what are we doing here ladies let's just have a good time relax all right anytime guys uh, a bit of advice if you're still listening to me when you go out on dates you should be having fun if this woman shows up talking about she want her eggs cracked and she want to be married in six months and she don't have time for games and all of that stuff you say what did you do with the last 36 years of your life you ain't gonna put that shit on me tonight baby Let's go to Top Golf. Hit that ball. Let's go. All right. Here we go. Take that bowling ball. Throw it down here. You know what I'm saying? We about to have fun here. Here, drink that drink. Coming out here. If you're not serious about a relationship, girl, swing that golf club. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> we ain't got no time for this shit. You here to waste my time. Going on job interview dates. Rule number 511. 
Never sit across from a woman on a date. Never, if a woman will not sit next to you on a date or walk with you on a date, you need to get up and walk off, walk away from the table. Walk away. Never sit across from a woman on a date, not even the first date. It should be you, she's walking next to you or she's sitting next to you. If it's anything other than that, you're on a job interview, ninja. <laughs> yeah, eat your food. Hey, but look. You got a problem with your food? Your food getting cold. She started asking you questions. Your food getting cold. What's wrong with you? <laughs> All right. The hell doing I? I ain't on no job interview. We here to have fun. You miserable human being. Party pooper Sally. All right. Look at you. Are you a party pooper? Here. Here's a drink. Somebody said why. <laughs> hey, listen. In any battle you typically engage in battle by sitting across from each other or standing across from each other you're in a defensive position you have a shield up you have your arms crossed there's a barrier between you and now you can be a different person you can lob questions and answers blah 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 you can keep your distance that's a battle position across from me is a battle position next to me is not a battle position we are in a more romantic, intimate position. If she suggests that she sits across from you, she fucking thinks you're dangerous. You're a stranger. Mm. We're not here for this shit. All right, if you're not comfortable with me already, all right, you should not even be out with me if you're not comfortable with me. And certainly you should not be taking gifts, dinners, or anything if you're not comfortable with me. You need to be comfortable with me. Until you get comfortable with me, let's just wait on everything. Okay. She just want to sit across from you and entertain her, put your titties in her face, and then lob questions at, at her and then get a free meal. No, baby, listen. We we sitting, you sitting next to me. And then yes, you can't escalate. I'm gonna put my hands on your thighs. All right. Mm. I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna put my hand on your hand. I'm gonna reach for your hand. And if you pull away, mm, mm. Mm. we can end this date. We can end this date. Right. Ain't no, I don't even want to waste my time with this. Also, I always told you about the, uh, the mini golf. I know people have been saying it more and more since I said it, but again, I'm not saying I originated everything. Mini golf. Let's go on here. Talk, walk, get close. See if anybody knows what decorum is. Nah, baby, don't come in high heels and your wig and your makeup. Come in flats, jeans. I always tell women first date, come casual jeans, flats, all right, you ain't going to cut them with makeup and hair and put your shit up with your booty out. Uh-uh. Jeans, flat, yoga pants, we going to be walking. We going to be in the sun. You going to be baking. Don't put on all that makeup on. We going to be walking. All right, but. uh, And then I'm going to see. Let me see if there's any intimacy. Let me see if there's any connection. Let me pull you close. Let me get close. If I get close to you and she backs away. Date over, Ninja. They're, they're, what are we doing? Especially when you're older people. If you're older than 30 and you're still doing this, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing, man? Like, we too old to be playing this middle school ass. That You guys are wasting your time. You're wasting your time, man. What are we doing? We know what this is. What do you want from me? And what are you doing? Oh, my God. You're a creep. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
You're too old for be playing games like this. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, Kayla says, so coach, uh, where would an older, I'm sorry, where would a woman who recruits other women for her men rank in your order? Where would she rank? She's a concubine. <laughs> All right, concubine. That's where I put her. Kevin G says, Coach, you've been on fire the last 24 hours. I'm not having kids with a bitch over 30. He says, it's taken me a while to accept it, which is important. He says, but thanks to you, I've come to the sad realization that to avoid child support and have my children with me in America, it, it'll be more likely It'll be more than likely have to be IVF and pay a bitch. Painful reality, but it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, most women over 30 can't have that many kids. So, or not only can she not have any kids, she's not willing to. And I don't understand having one kid. Like, I don't, I'm not going to get married to have one kid. There's no marriage required for that. There's no marriage required for that. And by the way, if you're having zero kids, There's no reason to get married. There's absolutely zero reason, especially if you're over 30. Listen to me. There's zero reason to have a marriage if you're not going to have kids. The really, the the purpose of marriage is children. Number one, if you just want a love story and shit like that, nah, we don't need no marriage for that. And I don't need to marry you if you have kids by another man. This is not even necessary. So I'm not going to marry you to take care of another man's responsibility and kids. So, I mean, I know you guys got to have, these are my rules. You don't have to follow them. But if I'm going to only have one kid with a woman, I don't need to marry her. I can just have the kid and bounce and, or take, take the kid with me. But you need children to have a marriage. There's zero reason to get married to a woman that you don't have kids with or just going to have one. Zero. (laughs) shout out to chris says for the godfather of the free agents shout out to you (laughs) yeah and if you don't want any kids at all why get married there's no reason other than legal reasons that i mean there's legal reasons to get married but it would be absolute pointless on principle you guys got to have principles yeah you guys got to have a philosophy a principle this way you avoid the possibility, because if I don't have these principles and a woman just comes up and she bats her eyes, I'm going to fall for it. But I can have guidelines and principles that when a woman comes up and bat her eyes, I just look at her. And then I say, who sent you? What do you want? Let's talk turkey, right? What, what are we doing here? Let's, let's get down to business because men are in love, women are in business, and men are gullible and stupid. So you come up, she bats her eyes, and now all of a sudden you break every rule, and then you trying to fix it afterwards. All right, but I have get principles and guidelines. I'm in my 40s. If I had a, a, a child out of wedlock, it would be a dumb decision. It could happen, but I do what's best to protect myself. If I do, the woman certainly is going to be under 30. It ain't going to be no old woman. All right, that's going to be number one. I refuse to take care of any other men's children. I absolutely refuse it. It's not an attraction. I don't even want to talk to any other man's children. 
I don't want to even go over her house and see another man's children. I don't want that type of relationship. So I dismiss it. I don't care if I will fall in love with her. She would have been the love of my life. It's a dismiss. I dismiss it. Nope. If I go over your house and there's some fucking teenage kids over there, I'm done. <laughs> no, thank you. That's just something that I can afford. I can't afford to do something stupid for me. I have all of these rules and guidelines that I can say, hey, simply, what are you to me? You have children by another man? Well, your practice. <laughs> right? Somebody said it's a black child. Further reason why to not raise that kid if it's a black kid. <laughs> I mean, that would be an extra reason not to be in that kid's life. Somebody said, why? It's a black kid. That would be further reason for me not to not raise that kid. It's a black kid. Yes, I'm a racist. All right. But you can say I'm a racist. But why is it that why is that responsibility mine? <laughs> Man, fuck them kids. All right. I ain't got no gun to what they if that ninja want to grow up and steal car stereos for a living and hubcaps, let him. I ain't gonna live around him. <laughs> right? <laughs> that ninja wanna steal change out of ashtrays. I ain't going to live there, so it ain't my business. He want to shoot up the block and sell crack rock and bang uh, Fannie Willis. It ain't my business. Mm. <laughs> All right. Agent Machine says, man, I just want to get, he says, I just want to get laid, rest, and get her off and keep it moving. Yeah. And shout out to you. He says, the, they've destroyed not just relationships and the meaning of relationships, all of your efforts Feelings and face are disregarded. Facts. U.S. Army retired says, great content, coach. Have a fantastic weekend. Rounding. Last one. Devin Style says, shout out to the leftovers. Now grab them ankles. I got all of that. And uh, we got it. Shout out to the coach gang. And we out. Enjoy the rest of your week. Hit the replays. And if not, just go to each video and then hit the like button. And watch out for the other channels out here. See y'all Sunday on Locals and on Patreon. I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all for allowing me to be in part of your lives. Peace.